This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant ghouls. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Six minutes past the hour. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, it is another hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, and we thank you for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy, uh, all here. Eddie Van Adler has a YouTube option. Uh, if you were waiting on yesterday's archive to get there on the YouTube channel, it, it's there now. It did show up later in the day. Had a, a little bit of a, a, a red flag over some bad music that we played. Uh, so we're out of YouTube court now, and the uh, archive is there. Uh, we've got our friend, uh, Hash Brown Hero, Rick and Bubba University student, earning a degree in common sense, which has now become a superpower. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussey. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba family. We have yeah. an update. He's a man with a Mayweather plan. He's a mighty James fan. He's a mighty good weatherman. He's the man Rick and Bubba's biggest fan. He's a Mayweather man. He's a mighty James fan. Hurricane Dorian. Hurricane, where's Dorian? Here it comes. Updates on the hurricane. James Spann, welcome back to Rick and Bubba. How are you, buddy? Fellas, I'm great. I'm honored to be here. How are you? Well, I know you're on the move today, but here we go. We've James, got... are you headed down to the coast to get ready for the hurricane? <laughs> uh, no, I wish I was headed down there to get some shrimp. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. I'm... I'm actually speaking to some school kids. You know my routine. So. Oh, we do. Another another uh, cake for Span today. The folks back I, at the office will love it. <laughs> they they love me only for the cakes I bring. <laughs> uh, so Dorian, uh, we've got we've got Labor Day weekend coming up. That means a lot of folks uh, take time to go down to the water, go to the various coast. Uh, so they really want to know uh, how Dorian may or may not affect them. So uh, give us the latest. Yes. Yeah, so first off, this is an 85 mile per hour hurricane well north of Puerto Rico, and this will most likely become a major category three hurricane. Whenever we say a major hurricane, that means category three or higher. And the Hurricane Center brings this into the east coast of Florida. That's the peninsula. And one thing I've learned, fellas, is that people struggle with geography and a lot of people get the panhandle in the peninsula confused. So understand the peninsula, that's places like Daytona Beach, Orlando, Tampa Bay, Miami. And that's what we're talking about here. Landfall will likely come uh, maybe late Sunday night or Monday morning, somewhere on that east coast of Florida, uh, maybe around Melbourne, Cocoa Beach, maybe as far south as West Palm Beach, maybe as far north as Daytona Beach. And then it moves right across central Florida toward Orlando. And understand the hurricane's not a dot. The impact goes out, you know, several hundred miles. And from there, there's a lot of uncertainty. This is where you get into, you know, let's play the game of what happens. But the the confidence is high. This will strike the east coast of Florida. There's a major hurricane, uh, maybe Monday night, uh, something like that. Uh, uh, And so beyond that, it's hard to say. Let me just say this. For people that are planning a trip to the central Gulf Coast, these are cities like Panama City Beach, Destin, Gulf Shores, the Labor Day weekend will have no direct impact from this hurricane. Yes, there'll be scattered storms around, but you have scattered storms just about every summer day. That's routine. So sun, scattered storms, no impact from Dorian for Saturday, Sunday, Monday. If there is in that region, that will be toward the middle or end of next week. But now this thing's going to turn north, fellas, and the question is, where does that north turn occur? 
and that depends on the strength of the high north of the system. Uh, the modeling is fairly consistent at this point that the north turn will occur somewhere over north Florida or maybe Appalachie Bay with the system coming up through Georgia and the Carolinas. Uh, and remember, the main impact is going to be along and to the right of the center of this. So there's no doubt for the peninsula of Florida, a lot of wind and rain by Monday and Tuesday of next week, and then ultimately a lot of rain for Georgia and the Carolinas, the way it looks now. Uh, and remember, this could change. The one thing we always tell people, the average track error in a National Hurricane Center forecast out to five days is 200 miles. So don't look at the map this morning and just not look at it for the next three days. You need to keep looking at it because this thing can and will change over the next few days. And, and I guess once you figure out where it's going to make that north turn, then you start talking about also a lot of rain and, and issues involving that. Right. And remember, as you look at the track, the bad side, it's going to be along and to the right of the center line. Uh, that's the wet side. That's the onshore flow side. And when you look at Florida, as it attacks that east coast of Florida, the onshore flow side is going to be to the north of wherever the circulation center makes landfall. Uh, so that's where you're going to see storm surge problems and you're going to see uh, most of your damage and things like that. And, um, you know, th th we've not really had one come up hitting the Florida east coast parallel in a while. Andrew did that back in 1992. And I'm not saying this is going to be an Andrew. Andrew is a Category 5. This is expected to be a Category 3. But Category 3, that's a major hurricane. Yeah. And let's go back on this date uh, in 2005. Hurricane Katrina made landfall today in 2005. People forget category or, uh, Katrina was a Category 3 at the time of landfall. And you guys know what happened with Katrina. Oh, yeah. So understand, a three is a big deal just because it's not a four or a five. And uh, so, again, everybody all the way from really Fort Lauderdale and Miami up to Jacksonville, they need to be making plans today for a hurricane uh, in that you might have extended power outages. Uh, you might have flooding. You need to move things to higher ground. And I think they're doing that. I've seen a lot of images and it seems like people are going about that in a very orderly way. Of course, a lot of the store shelves are cleaned out. Uh, but again, let me just say this too now. If you're in Gulf Shores, Destin, Panama City Beach, at the moment, the modeling is pretty clustered east of there, which means those cities would be on the good side. But that is not a lock. Something could change. The upper height of the north could strengthen. It might go farther west. We just don't know that yet. There's a lot of things in this science we can't do and trying to forecast the exact placement and intensity of a tropical cyclone, you know, five, six, seven days in advance. That's almost impossible to do. We have good ideas, yes, but I would say there's a fair chance you're off the hook, but that is not a promise, and you need to keep, keep a close eye on this thing. Okay. Wow. Well, yeah, so, so just, just kind of stay on top of it, but don't cancel, cancel any plans right now, but be ready to cancel them if you had to. Right. And the next big question is Disney World. Uh, oh, yeah. And. So a lot of people go to Disney World for Labor Day weekend. It's jam-packed down there. Wow. So if you're going to Orlando, uh, the weather for Saturday will be fine. Typical summer weather, you know, hot sun, a few scattered storms. And I really think a decent part of the day Sunday will be like that. Weather conditions will deteriorate in Orlando Sunday night and Monday. Monday is going to be a rough day with a lot of wind and a lot of rain. The question is, will they operate the park on Monday? We don't know that yet. That depends on exactly you know, the, the ultimate track, and we can't get it down to a specific point this far in advance. But Monday will be a problematic day with wind and rain. Could it affect the airport at Orlando? Yes, it could. 
so if you have to get back, you might consider leaving Sunday or holding off until Tuesday because Monday's going to be your problem day for uh, Disney World and Orlando. And uh, again, they might operate the park. They might not. It just depends on the track of this thing. All right, James, I know some of the airlines are already offering, uh, they're, they're doing away with the charge for changing flights for people who are going to be in those affected areas. So, it, you know, it, it, when those things come in, it just it, it aggravates a lot of things. Right, and, and, and this will affect also perhaps the airport at uh, Tampa Bay and the airport at Jacksonville. Uh, if it comes in as forecast, Miami and Fort Lauderdale, they'll be on the, the better side, and, and airports, they're probably not affected that much. So, again, the main airports to be affected Monday, early next week on Labor Day, would be Tampa Bay, Orlando, uh, and Jacksonville. Um, and as it curves north, the next question is what happens next week? It gets all the rain. At the moment, it looks like the bulk of the rain with this thing inland will be over Georgia and the Carolinas, and then up the Atlantic coast toward the end of next week. If you are in Mississippi, Alabama, the western half of Tennessee, at the moment, and I stress for now, it looks like you'll be on the dry side, but that could easily change uh, as we you know, get closer to the weekend. And, the, and look at these model maps. You're going to see people posting all kind of crazy computer model maps. You know, those <laughs> things are going to do the hokey pokey. They, they are going to do the hokey pokey. You know, you'll see one do one thing, one do another thing, and so, you know, some of these guys that are looking for all the likes and the shares on Facebook, they'll pick the worst one that affects the biggest city. That, that's not the way it works. That's not the way it works. Uh, be careful with what you see on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Hey, got it in. James, thanks. Have a great trip. Thank you. Appreciate you, buddy. Have, have a good day, guys. You too, man. We'll come back. Uh, it's 16 minutes past the hour. Our number, 866-WE-BE-BIG. We will jump into some phone calls here uh, within the hour. So you stay with us. More Rick and Bubba right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba. Thank you for being with us today. We'll get to some of your phone calls coming up bottom of the hour at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Bubba, how's the growing today? Better? Guarded, guarded. The, the growing is guarded. Yes, yeah, that's <laughs> still. I mean, uh, that's still that's having really... still having some trouble, and uh, didn't sleep real good last night. But you know, I'm, I'm trying to move around. And, you know, keep some mobility in it. So, yeah. well, there's a lot of people in the pickleball community asking <clears throat> when you'll make your return. I will tell you this: driving has turned out to be one of the mm-hmm. biggest challenges. Yeah, uh, picking that foot up mm-hmm. to yeah. go brake gas. You know what you just said? Struggling. You just said your growing was guarded. That's not a bad life slogan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guard you know, your growing. Guard your growing, brother. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. not a bad. Guard your growing. Yeah. process. Oh, oh, GG. If I can't make, make, a, make a poster out of it. <laughs> All right. Guard so, your growing. There it is. There, there, oh, there, there one more time. Again. Right there. Everything's fine. Mm. Uh, he's having fun, having fun, smiling. Yeah, look at little inside-out volley there down oh, the alley. Yeah, right there. Right there, it. he's thinking, I kind of like this pickleball. Mm-hmm. Yes. World-class right, athlete, Alley. Oh, if it back. was that step or that one that did it, buddy, right there. Mm-hmm. Well, I know it. I know mm-hmm. it now. Though. There's no concern about the pickleball at that point. Look at the spin yeah. around here to, slow, to try to break some speed. Well, I tell you what, old Jake breaks would help, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> 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 I, it's, it's so funny. How cool to have slow mo of your injury. Pretty yeah, because I, I deal with that too. When you're trying to do a little bit better, and all these 
people that are putting out there, they, they'll do these things where, hey, hey, Mr. Burgess, we, we, we don't want you to run through the line. Stop on the line. And I'm like, well, well no. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if you see me and you understand my age. The days of me stopping on that line are over. I'll yeah. stop around that line as, little beyond as soon as I can get this thing slowed down. Right. You know I'll, I'll tell you, after knee surgery, stopping was much worse than the actual motion. Yeah. Well, it goes back to, you remember, was it Stanley Smith that went over the wall at Talladega? Was that I his name? It was. Was that his name? No, I think. And I remember. I may be totally wrong with that, but that name. No, he. he no, he it was, was the one that got. I can't remember. He's the one got killed. Yeah. The, and whoever the driver was that went over. We, yeah, we were at Talladega one time, and and they got it's before they got him slowed down a little bit, and he he goes airborne and, and like it's out of one, right? Wasn't it out of one? Yes. Mm-hmm. And he he just went over the wall yeah. and completely over the wall before they put the gate in. And the funny thing was, like, of course, the pit crew, you know, and your troop chief is trying to get you to talk to him, and he finally said, "Hey." There's there's dirt coming in here, so I know that's not good. If y'all let me get this thing stopped, I'll let you know how I'm doing. I, I'm not stopped yet. <laughs> Still rolling. I, I'm rolling through clay and mm. dirt, and so anyway, let me get this thing stopped, and then we'll have a full discussion about where yeah. we are. Uh, but anyway, so um, the the VMAs now. Greg makes a great point. We've made this point for years. I still don't understand why we have video music awards when nobody shows videos. Mm, I know. <laughs> so, so we're sh- we're having the, video. The country m- one does it. They all still have their awards, but yet I don't know where you watch the video. Why they're really like you say, handing out awards for something you can't see on their channel. I, Is that weird to you? Yeah, I, I mean, I mean it, and it, we used to love the videos. Why don't they show videos? Oh, well, there's places I think these old weird channels and streaming. Now, I know. I stuff. think uh, I think it's most of it's on the internet. What now, do they call it? The old weird the channel. Old weird, or channel. Or the channel. Old weird channel. Well, if you've got you know, if you're old school and you've got like satellite or cable, you get into these weird numbers sometimes, and suddenly those would be those would be channels that show videos. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 stuff like that. So I don't know, but I guess the new ones you just put it out on social media, right? I guess so. the most. I yeah. think so. Because they're not showing them on MTV or or CM. What is it? CMT? CMT. CMT may have a countdown show like on once on the weekend right. that shows them. I think. Yeah. But I the rest to- of the time, it's like. I mean Beverly Hillbillies or whatever. Yeah, if I go to CMT, I usually see you know see Stone Cold Steve Austin screaming at people. Yeah, <laughs> I love. It. Yeah, he's got yeah. two or three shows. Yeah. He does yeah. And there's people like having to do something in mud. Yeah. About every time. <laughs> but anyway, so the VMAs, of course, it, 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 I didn't, didn't watch it, but if you watch the VMAs, I understand. It is it is as bizarre. They said it's weirder than Jacksonville oh. State's uh, football hot. Yeah. Oh, and not even close. Oh, yeah. And and so if you look at that bunch right there, yeah, but, but, and that's weirdos. But th- yeah, this is the thing they're saying, and this is why. Well, you wonder if there's a wake up call, and don't ever forget this either. The 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 entertainment business will always tell you a lie, and what they tell you is the stuff they do. They do because that's what the people want. <laughs> you know, no, no, you're doing it because you want to be. Weird, you want to be artsy, and you're pushing propaganda and agendas because the VMAs hit an all-time low in ratings for the third straight year in a row. So if you were doing what you thought people wanted to see, you'd be doing it differently because your ratings are plummeting. So no, you're not doing it because this just draws the biggest audience. They're doing it for each other. They're doing it for each yeah. other, and they're doing it for their agendas and their propaganda. Oh, and it was it's full of it. drag queen stuff. Oh, and all sure. That. Well, you got, Bubba, you're going to have that. And, and where MTV, because of us when we grew up, it was part of our growing up because that's when it came out, and it just exploded. <laughs> and this event used to be a big deal and everything. I mean, it was all I, – yeah. I loved it. Oh, yeah. I did back in the day. Well, it's turned, into, it's turned into a sideshow now. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. How about this? It's, uh, it's odd. Uh, also, sad news. Uh, I'm not familiar with Jesse Combs of Mythbusters. Me uh, but undoubtedly, she was attempting to break her own speed record in Oregon uh, in a jet car. 
and sadly uh, had a crash and it has killed her. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And How she, about trying to go 300 something miles an hour? That's, that's getting it. Yep. And, and dangerous. 30, you're not driving, you're just hanging on. Yeah. 39 yeah. years old. They, they, they were running through the dry mm-hmm. lake bed uh, somewhere in Oregon out in the desert. And, uh, and this time when she was trying to break her own record. Now, why is she tied to Mythbusters? Does she do things with them too? She yeah, must. I think she's, uh, yeah, she's one of the, one of the co-hosts she, over okay, there now. Okay. All right. So I, I don't watch that show. So I used to watch it a lot. For some reason, it it's not in my time range now when I'm tuning around. So well, yeah. I like myths, and I don't want them busted. <laughs> I want to, um, well, I want to I, remember them I, the way but, I want but, to remember. But they do like what we've talked about here on the show. They they take something and, and investigate it. And go, yeah, is go, this real yeah. or is this not? And they apply as good as they can what I call garage technology to it to try to prove it or disprove it. Yeah. And, and it was always interesting, the, the things they come up with. Yeah. So that's a, that's a sad story today for those of you that may follow that and familiar with with her. I'm not anti-Mythbusters. I'm, I'm in Bubba's no, situation. I just can't ever seem to quite land yeah, on it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I don't I, know I, when I've just never on. been able to try. See, that's one reason I don't think the the, uh, the, the streaming thing has really caught on me because I, I will get in front of the TV when I can, mm-hmm. and then when I flip around, if something's on, I want to see. I go, oh, yeah, well, there it is. I'll watch it. Well, too. the good news is, though, with the new services, you just go and search Mythbusters and watch all you want. That's right. it. Right. It's right. When you want to. That's yeah. it. You know? It seems like when I do have time and I'm flipping, I, all I ever get is 600-pound lot <laughs> <laughs> or naked in a fray. They'll run that naked in a fray in a second. Dead. And throw a little hoarding, <laughs> which is the grossest thing I've ever seen. Y'all, seriously. Come on, man. People it's, that have that. It's gross and sad. All I don't understand. Don't come even, on Let's don't even go there. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get that. Well, Greg, it's it's a it's some it's a mental issue. Well, I, well listen, I told you out here in this parking lot one day, I, I come across a car that had just enough room for a person to sit behind the wheel, mm. and the rest was old trash bags and I don't get it wrappers, and yeah. it was and it was up to the ceiling. Greg, right. I told and you, they're looking around. in my car. <laughs> Bunch of twinkies. Well, Betty told us yesterday she learned a lot from six hundred pound lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that she's got Bubba injured at home, they run in a lot. Hey, that was motivation enough to get up and start get moving. Let me tell you, it's it's been pretty close to misery at our house. Remember the movie? Yeah. Kathy Bates comes in, breaks the legs of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Your phone calls are next. All 10 lines are available. The Hash Brown Heroes taking them. If you want to talk, ask questions, bring up topics, make comments, it's your turn, and we'll chat with you right after this. Lines are available. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is the number. Lines are available. Long distance directory assistance. Lines are available, so come on in uh, while you're lining up. Uh, Hash Brown Hero will help you. Uh, I do want you to know that once again, uh, LifeLock.com would like you to know, travelers. Those USB power charging stations in the airport may come with a cost that you can't see. Uh, Many USB ports can pass data. Cyber criminals can modify those USB connections to install malware on your phone or download uh, data off the phone without you knowing it. Uh On top of this, new research reveals that there's a growing number of nation uh, state hackers now training their sites uh, and, of course, they're putting them on you travelers. It's like they're getting together. They're putting together a little school of hackers 
and saying, hey, our focus, travelers. So, well, that doesn't mean you can't travel, and it doesn't mean you can't have these these phones, and it doesn't mean you can't have your, your computers. It just means you need to be protected. LifeLock.com offers the most comprehensive protection with their proprietary technology. Uh, teaming up with Norton Security, it provides the best protection available. Certainly, there's no protection out there that is 100% foolproof. So if something does happen, uh, they're also there to help you resolve the situation. Go to LifeLock.com now or RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button or Call 1-800-LIFELOCK if you want to talk to somebody. Mention the code Bubba. Type in the code Bubba. That'll get you 10% off your first year. To the phones we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Get them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling. Phone Phone troll. Chris out of Leeds, Alabama, listening to ZZK. Chris, go ahead. Hey, guys. uh, I just wanted to uh, bring up, I don't know if you guys have mentioned it yet, given Speedy's history of the tick scare, the jewelry store. Tonight, there's no dump button in Legion Field, right? Yeah, yeah. Greg actually did mention that earlier. Now he's hoping it'll happen. Uh, which is oh, it's a- gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of pulling for it. Yeah, I- I'm not gonna mojo it's- myself, but I did make it eight years with Here the we Titans, go. and I did. We well, don't know if you you may have slipped one that's, in there. That's we just, just a history. That's facts of history, not. Not me stepping out. I thought. Did you now? That didn't mean. Well, what that if we didn't know? I have, I, and I may be wrong. And Speedy, you correct me on this, but it seems to me it. I remember Ralph calling the show one time because something did happen funny with Speedy. Did you fall down or did you knock somebody down or something? Mm-mm. There was something funny. You remember Ralph calling us on the air I and don't. we talked about it. I don't. And Speedy, yeah, I don't but that didn't mean it didn't happen. Here's right. the thing. None, anybody in the room, myself included, none of our minds are the way they used to be. No, no that's a good. Now that is a valid point. Did you see Ryan's text? I did not, guys. Ryan is saying, "Well, thanks he for including me, Ryan." Well, what he doesn't want, he said, because you know it's sad when you know <laughs> like a older quarterback comes back, yeah. and he said, and, then, and they show the highlights of how <laughs> how he had it going on, but right. now it's a bunch of sacks and picks. And Joe name I really feel like a loser. Y'all are doing a good job, right. and he just wonders if Speedy still have it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I, and and we said this when we were hosting. Can you reach this, and find it? The St. Jude Gala, uh, Greg. Yeah. This is the only staff in America that hopes something bad happens. <laughs> well, can, yeah, I mean, can we I, do because can I say this? And I right. and I have and I have held this back. Mm-hmm. One of the guys that I play golf with weekly, <clears> and I will play with him Saturday, does the radio broadcast. Mm. So he will be able to give me a firsthand report oh, on how it goes. Oh, tonight. believe me, the emails I've gotten, apparently y'all are going to get all kinds of reports. I can't Videos, <laughs> pictures. That's good. That's what we want. We got about a gazillion reporters because they all have social media and Twitter now because that makes you a reporter. They're all yeah. saying they're going to say that. Was it somebody that tried to get the microphone from you and you had to push them mm-hmm. off and you Wait pushed them down? Oh, Wait a minute, yeah. I do remember that. That's ringing a bell. Oh, he slapped that woman. I remember that. He pushed somebody, and it did a, a, he guy, did a little domino. You, it was in an elevator. He tried oh, to grab right. the mic He's when you were up there in the stadium, and, and you had to kind of get off. you had to kind of get. Rubber. Oh yeah, no, he was drunk, and he came That's through, right, yeah. and I just I just kind of held my that arm. That was out. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, you uh, have a lot of people like that. That's why the Titans had to end up. We had we had yellow coats with us. Uh, I call this like security. They actually had to keep people back because people would get so drunk, drunk that they just kind of come. Well, they get in the shot and then they start knocking people oh, down, yeah. and it was a mess. Well, the good news is UAB fans don't drink. <laughs> All right, to the phones we go. Uh, let's go to really Neil and Springle. <laughs> Neil, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. How y'all doing this morning? Hey, You're good buddy. Hey, uh, Rick, I got some for you. So yesterday, me and my wife went to Cracker Barrel, and you you gonna see some old people at Cracker Barrel eat. But not only do do I, do I see a, a old lady eating, she's about 450 pounds and she's toothless. 
Oh, I, I, to myself, I've seen myself. Rick would have to get up and just walk out. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't stay. Absolutely disgusting. I could not stay. <laughs> I could not stay. She couldn't be too old because you don't normally see big old people. That's true. Well, that is true. But here's the deal: the, women, uh, you do uh, about Cracker yeah, Barrel, I and I that. like their food and all that in the country store. But the seating, it's all like everybody's at one giant table. You know, mm-hmm. you have no privacy. I mean, you're, there are people you don't know all over you. <laughs> well, I've said this before, and they, and they don't do this. I'm a booth guy. It's not as bad as you're making oh, it. Oh, it's horrible me, if you Greg. get stuck in that middle seat out there. Yeah. You're <laughs> stuck in that table right in front of the fireplace? Yeah. You can wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're really, I mean, you're, you're part, you become a hostess. The only one or I host. like are those round ones that are stuffed in the corners. Yeah, yeah I like the two of those, but like you recommend get, them. You get stuck on that long one in front of the fireplace right there where everybody walks. No, it's, oh, it's, you're not far from the bathroom. Miserable. Yeah, because you're right by the country store. Exactly. Exactly. You know, now, and, and I there's you, a bunch of them. You sitting there and you look beside. You, and there's another family. They're like two feet from you. Hey, how y'all doing? Well, that's Can the I have a biscuit. You gonna eat it? Yeah, that's the thing I, I don't oh, like. I, I wish restaurants. I don't like it. And restaurants are going to it because I like a booth too. If it's I'm a, a good, booth, guy. if it's a good, oh, you know, it can't be booth. a small booth. No, give me that extra booth. That, but the, I tell you what, I hate. And restaurants are going to it because they're trying to get more square footage. And I get it. This thing where you take this big long either bench. bench along the wall and you put three tables in oh, front of it. Oh, Rick! So basically, you're telling me that I've come in and I'm going to have to eat with yeah. other families. That's Olive Garden. Yeah, I'll do that if I want to do that. I'll go to the <laughs> Japanese restaurant and I'll and I'll say I'll, I'll I'll take the the hibachi grill. Exactly. You know, but if I go to a restaurant, I one of the things I all over. I usually go to a restaurant to talk to the person I'm with or the people I'm with. I don't really want to share all that with everybody no. else. All sitting on a bench together, uh-huh. Uh-huh. or you get stuck mm-hmm. by the kitchen door. You ever yeah, been in oh, that one? Oh, yeah. Oh, to the phones, we continue to go. Uh, to Cynthia go. Huntsville, 100.3, the river. Cynthia, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, hey. Cynthia. Um, and a big war eagle to you, Rick. Well, right hey, back to you. I was going to say, y'all have got to bring Betty back as a regular on the show, even if it's just once a week. She is so funny and just put a put like a woman's perspective on things. I think y'all should and get that crazy lady that wrote the Trump song to write a song about Betty. Or come wow, you've got to, yeah, the wow. uh, you know, Vote Betty. I, it, it's I, I understand the desire for that and I and, and Betty is always funny and she she did a great job yesterday but I just don't think Bubba could take that. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, that's not meaning thing that Bubba I don't loves. Think Betty Bubba. could take. Yeah, I don't either. Mm-hmm. Betty, yeah, Betty by the way wouldn't do that. She she wouldn't have any desire to do that, but uh, Bubba and Betty have a great life and they have a wonderful marriage as was documented yesterday, but she's got a very high level of accountability on Bubba. <laughs> she was watching everything he ate yes. and, and I just don't know that Bubba wants that kind of, I enjoyed that. Look, it was fun and, I, and an occasional <laughs> visit is always fun. Yeah, and it's, that's, it's fantastic. That's, and plus, true. I mean, there's only so many mics we can have in right, there. Right, right. You know. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I, I would think this too, and I would say this about anything that we do, anything that we do, and, and sometimes the audience wants this. One of the reasons why you love it so much is that we don't do it all the time. <laughs> right. You know? It, 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 sprinkle. Sprinkle. Uh, but, but I think it would be nice, as Betty pointed out yesterday, if we had Terry come in one day yeah, and well, Amanda and Lisa and Sherry, you know, everybody yeah. have a little nah, turn. I want Aaron in here. The, fun, the funniest thing with my wife. Yeah, Aaron. The, the, I think that would be very good. The funniest thing with my wife, which is so funny, because the audience wants access to him. That's what Sherry doesn't understand. <laughs> Sherry goes, well, there's no need for me to be there. I'm not funny. And I said, see, that's the thing about you. You're funny because you don't try to be funny. Yeah. Okay. That's it. But 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 the whole husband wife relationship and and the view of the of the women of Rick and Bubba 
that looking through their eyes mm-hmm. at the members of the show mm-hmm. is funny. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's it's like a. Uh, so we can. You don't need to give Lisa a hot mic. <laughs> no, yeah. We figured oh. that out. Oh yeah, you get them in here together, and then they start feeding off oh, each other, and then they get to laughing and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, they wouldn't be allowed. To then be they together. start. Then they start trying to one up, saying if I can come up with the worst story on my husband. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you know. Well, we you know we usually only get them all together at the Christmas party. Yes. I mean that's a controlled Once, containment area. Mm-hmm. You know? But but you ever notice they try they try to get oh, off in a in a oh, little. Yeah. A little pod then yeah sure. but i'll host y'all's wives if y'all want to if y'all are off whatever i'll i'll we'll host y'all's but terry can't make it oh you're talking about you're gonna have yeah i'll run over there and i'll run the board here. and they that can all happen. your wives can get around that ain't here. gonna happen that'll never happen greg in mississippi greg 30 seconds go ahead hey good morning hey the jacksonville state video they had a, a more in-shape guy to do the video but he had pulled a muscle playing pickleball oh, <laughs> couldn't make it <laughs> why jazz you cry okay let's go to chris and hayden chris go ahead 30 seconds hey Spitty, i got i got one for you here um when you're out there hyping up on uab if you don't spit out uh green and gold paint and rip that shirt off and pull them middies out. I'm gonna want my money back. <laughs> That's so good. What if we pouring it? Jen, Holly Pond, <laughs> go ahead. It'd go viral. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think yeah. there needs to be a new show called the Six Hundred Pound JSU Naked in a Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I think you. I think you beeped yourself. <laughs> How did that hot video get past like somebody who approves it? I, that's my. That's what I'm. Because wondering. didn't people? I mean, did they sneak it out there and nobody knew about it? Who released it? Who released it? Because I, it, it, that's not even difficult. It seems like anybody that would have watched it said, "Hey guys, look, I appreciate what y'all are doing." And it's like a guy told me the early days of me trying to figure out how to do radio, and I remember it vividly. His his first quote to me was, "I understand what you're trying to do. You just haven't got to where you can do it yet." <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest bad men alive. Nine minutes to the top. You got the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us today. Some stories out of the sports world. College football, of course, will be going on tonight. Preseason NFL still going. Uh, and uh, we have uh, trouble uh, at a couple of universities. Now, the Mississippi State issue is across the entire athletic department. And uh, that is they have um, uh, confirmed that they had to fire a tutor. The tutor uh, was uh, not just helping people study for tests, but was actually taking the test and doing curriculum. Were they uh, getting? How were their grades? Uh, good. Nope. Uh, pretty good. Keep, keeping yeah. them eligible, but uh, you're not supposed to actually do the work for the athlete. I thought that's what they were for. Uh, but, <laughs> Clearly. But, uh, but, is it not? But undoubtedly, that is against the rules. Uh, uh, so they've, uh, they've, they're, they have agreed uh, with the NCAA on the violations, and that will cost um, – all of the sports there, some scholarships. Yeah, um, we got ten football players and one basketball player that was involved. Yeah, so they'll they'll lose a few scholarships on certain years. Uh, they had to pay a fine. 
Uh, got some people that, that have been given eight-game suspensions for the football program. I don't know what the basketball deal will do. But anyway, so that's uh, one story uh, out of uh, Mississippi State. And then another one today out of Penn State, uh, and this involves James Franklin. Yeah, they say that, uh, well, he's been accused by the former team doctor of mm-hmm. trying to influence his decisions on whether a player was ready to play again after an injury. Now, all of this is brought about, uh, of course, they're accusing James Franklin, the head football coach there, uh, and it was the accusations was made by Dr. Scott A. Lynch, uh, who accused Franklin of that in a lawsuit filed in Pennsylvania. Now, uh, the reason that Dr. Scott A. Lynch is unhappy is he was relieved of his job as director of athletic medicine for the school. And there we go. And he said that, uh, you know, his not getting along with Franklin was part of that reason, although Penn State is saying uh, that was not the case. They made a decision to change leadership for athletic medicine and delivery care uh, based on the student athletes and, you know, the usual things they say. Um, And it had nothing to do with that, but he doesn't think so. He so said, now he'll have yeah, his day in court. Greg, you know, well, you know what we got here, don't you? An empty skin. Oh, we got one run his mouth. Got a canary singing. This is why I was trying to be the company pimp. I got a little canary in there. But, the skimp company pimp. What he's saying mm-hmm. is, to, as we laid out, he, he's trying to make the case that Franklin would come to him. And, look, I'm going to tell you this. Try to get players back on the field that, that he thought shouldn't be playing it. Well, I will well, say. That, that goes on a lot. Well, I was about to say. That, yeah. I, I was trying to get that out. Anybody who's the team doctor or team, uh, you know, trainer will tell you, and you have to have a thick skin. You have to you have to be able to stand up to the coach, because the coach gets ill every time you come in and say, "I have this week's injury report. Here's who can't practice. Here's who can partially practice. Here's who's out indefinitely." And the coach gets ill. He doesn't he doesn't like hearing that. Uh, but, and they work it out. So that's you know. not abnormal. But what happens is the good team doctors and the good trainers just go. Well, I'm going to do what's best for the player, and you can get ill and upset all you want to, because that's my job and that's my responsibility. And and then the the coaches, even though they get ill, because you know none of us like to hear bad news. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And coaches want all of his players back if they yeah. can play. And the good ones will even say, no matter what I do, do the right thing. But understand yeah. that I'm going to get foul about it, not like it, and <laughs> yeah. you know I'm going to question it. But at the end of the day, I don't have the training that you have, and you're here to do the job and just do your job. Yeah. So what happened was this was going on between Frankie. And and Lynch, and then the, the it, it might have been that Coach Franklin said, "Look, I just don't like dealing with this guy. He's got an attitude." Yeah, and, I mean, they may not and, have, and, and may not a job personality wise, but he's trying to claim that somehow he can prove that the coach tried to influence getting players back before they were ready. I don't know that you can get a settlement now. If he was, if, if players played when they weren't ready because he threatened to fire you or hurt you if you didn't let them out there, well, then, yeah, but every coach tells you, oh, come on. Yeah, come on. Is, is, yeah. is it going to make damage it more if he plays? That's right. a lot of time. There's a difference between being that. injured yeah. and being hurt. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's normal. That goes on all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, he's saying not that he was doing that, but then they uh, they fired him unjustly because Because he wouldn't right. cooperate with him. Right. Right. Okay. His okay. claim, yeah. That's his claim. So we'll see uh, yeah, how that how that works out. I've seen a trainer try to explain to the head coach what's going on, and he would stop. Okay, stop. Can he play or not? Yeah. No, he right. can't. He can't. No. All right, then get out. So, yeah. you <laughs> know, next, I, you I think. bring that injury report into Bill Burgess. Skid said that was always a thrill. Yeah, yeah. they argued. <laughs> but, but Skid's mean, is mean as dad, so it worked out for <laughs> yeah. right. you, you know, with James Franklin. <laughs> perfect I, for him. I, you know, and I, I don't know. Maybe there may be something I don't know about, but I would think he's, you know, held in pretty high esteem. 
with most coaches. I seems mean, to he's, be. Uh, seems Not so like much he's with done a good job. Yeah. <laughs> and, no. and he's always mentioned for some of these high-profile coaching jobs. Anytime they come open, they always mention him. So Yeah. Yeah, the doctor just doesn't like him. I think Penn State's right. fine with him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we used to do the SEC days, and he could work the hall as good as anybody. Because yeah. his product was tough, you know, and in in put – Pushing Vanderbilt and SEC in football a lot of times is a, is a tough gig. But other way, people weren't lining up to interview him. But he could work that hall good. Yeah, yeah. he could. He was good. Great yeah. personality. Yeah, He's fired up, make you want to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see how this turns out. I, I don't – I mean, there's a lot of things that he's that this doctor is going to have to prove that, to me, sound difficult to prove. Because if it would be – because he's saying that I, I wouldn't go along with it. Right. Well – Unless you can get witnesses saying that he that he was constantly pressuring you about it, if you withstood it and you didn't play them, then right. what what harm was done other than you had a coach that got on your nerves? Right. I mean, and, and again, maybe, maybe he just maybe, disagreed maybe he with his assessment. Maybe he yeah. Did, maybe and there's yeah. always that give and take right. yeah. position. Look, sometimes people do a great job. You just don't like working with them, and if you have the build ability to get somebody you'd rather work with, you get rid of them. Yeah. Yep. Bubba hasn't figured that out yet, but I mean, <laughs> you know, because there's got to be somebody standing in ready to go, you know. But uh, but you know what I mean. Sometimes I don't I don't think you should be sued if you just go. I don't like dealing with this guy. I mean, this is not. I don't, I don't like our interaction. Our personalities collide. Unless something criminal happened or you were unjustly fired, how how can how can you say Penn State shouldn't have fired me? Don't, yeah. don't they get to decide who they want their team doctor to be mm-hmm. and who, who they want, don't want it to be? It sounded like they were making a wholesale change on the company who was doing it and all that. So, Well, look. You I, know, I don't know how it was involved. I don't know the details of it. He, you know, the story doesn't say. No, it doesn't. But sometimes coaches come in and there's like people that are administrative that were there under the other regime. And yeah. over time, you're like uh, – You but, inherited them. Yeah, you inherited them. And I'd rather have my own guy. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times that's the case. Yeah, but we'll see. When I first saw the story, I thought he was going to say he was so he you know I hate to use this word he bullied or whatever he he became so impossible and threatened to fire me and threatened to get me fired if I didn't let somebody play and and he and I knew they were hurt more than they were and we put people out there and we put them in danger. You know that would that would be a little have a little more meat to it. Well, he couldn't he couldn't list any exact example of this guy. Should have been on the sideline, and we played. Right. Because Coach won the play. So, we'll see as it plays out. Top of the hour, if uh, you're leaving us today, know that you can get any Rick and Bubba item, all the content you can stand on the podcast channel or YouTube channel, and also you can stream us on our streaming app. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show, 866-WE-BE-BIGS, our number. Check our website, Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. Go there for all the information about the Rick and Bubba show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here today. And Rick and Bubba intern at Rick and Bubba University, Hash Brown, hero, earning his degree in common sense, which has now become a superpower. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Glad to be here, Rick. Thank all of you for the opportunity. All right, so a couple of things to cover. First of all, uh, this this story about the woman who now has been exonerated and has been released from prison 
on a murder charge that has been proven she did not commit, but the only problem is she has been in jail for 35 years. Mm. 35 years, and and, I, and they're, they're, she's going to get $3 million, but that seems a little low for 35 years. Rick, all I can figure here looking at this um, is that she is now 68 years old, mm-hmm. and – you know, three million in the hand at sixty-eight yeah, is worth yeah. thirty million at seventy-five. If you make it that long, I don't know. I, I I, that's the only thing I could kind of come because that does seem a little low for for that. Yeah, but but again, I think you, I think you're all over it. I, I think you go look. I'm sixty-eight. I just want out for what's left of my life. Three million is better, as as you said, than appeals and me staying in here another day. Uh, it kind of goes back. To, I think she uh, she has some mental problems uh, and. She had some, she was in a mental institution when she all but admitted or tried to say she did it, yeah. confessed yeah. that she did it. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, the DNA testing uh, has revealed that that she didn't do it, uh, and now they have released her. But she was there for thirty five years and going to get three million dollars. You, you know, uh, if you look at the, the history on this. Um, the Nevada Supreme Court overturned her nineteen eighty conviction. And then she was a co- convicted again in 1984 in a second trial. Wow! So yeah, she was found guilty twice. Yeah, mm. I, that's. Uh, but she'll get 35. I mean, she'll get uh, three million dollars for 35 years of jail. Mm. And like I said, the only reason she got released the DNA, which right. they didn't have then. Obviously, I think they even didn't they figure out they hung it on somebody who was already in jail. Mm, yeah, uh, they did. yeah. Prison inmate Rodney Howbauer. Mm-hmm. No surprise there that Rod's in jail for something else. Yeah, he uh, he had <laughs> since been convicted of two murders in the San Francisco area that occurred during the same time period as the, uh, I think it was somebody who went to college there in mm-hmm. Las Vegas. Um, so that, but a bad deal on that for sure. Yep, there he is. Look, look, at, look at Rodney. Yeah. yeah, he looks good. Mm-hmm. Rod's in there. That didn't bother Rod that somebody was serving time on, on something he did. Nah. Yeah. Uh, the county also issued a statement in this saying that they hope the monetary settlement will be utilized for the best possible care of Wood. So apparently she's still not, you know. Sure, she needs help, but there. she just wasn't a murderer. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and, uh, and we, we had her in jail for being one. But uh, good news is at least she's not going to spend her whole life there. That's right. Uh, Bubba, I hate to do this to you. Rick, what are you doing? Sorry, buddy. Rick. I'm so very sorry. Don't do it. Come on. Well, it looks like Illinois got this done before California because California was kind of throwing up the same idea, and it looks like Illinois has passed this new law uh, in your America. You never thought you'd live to see this requiring, and get ready for this, LGBTQ classes in middle school. Uh, now, Rick, what does that mean? Well, uh, the, the new bill that was signed by the current governor, J.B. I'm not going to say his name because I think there would be a terrible pun tied to it, so I'm just going to leave it alone. Uh, but um, uh, J.B. Uh, has signed a bill that will now require state schools. We've talked about this so many times all the way back to when the Department of Education just kind of creeped on up and says, look, there's no problem here. Uh, the state school means these are government-run schools there in the state meaning these schools get money from the state, which means uh, the state gets to tell you what you will and won't do. 
So now it will be required your child will go to the middle school if you go to a state school in Illinois and, and middle school, and they will be taught LGBTQ history. We will, you know, we already have a month set aside uh, here as a nation uh, that uh, that you know that talks about you know we 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 set aside and we and we celebrate all those from the LGBT community. So now middle schoolers will be taught about roles and contributions of people who would fall under the LGBTQ, uh, and they claim that they should be taught this because they should know the contribution of all people, not just some people, uh, and they'll also gain, you ready for this? Stand by, new role models mm-hmm. who, who share life experiences with them. Look, they're looking for LGBTQ heroes for the middle school children to look to. And see, what we have here is, in my opinion, didn't we already have this covered? It really isn't the business of anybody, you know, unless you get to a place like this. Now, so you're making it everybody's <laughs> business. I keep going back to this. Yeah. I, I already kind of knew and kind of figured out, it's like we got an offensive lineman in the NFL that wants to tell us that, you know, that he is, is gay and so are a lot of players, but they're afraid to come out. Hey, buddy, I knew there were gay people in the NFL because I figure in every facet of life, there are people yeah. uh, uh, that are of the LGBTQ community uh, everywhere. Uh, so when I'm just studying American history and world history, am I not just including? I'm I'm not telling a human being they can't be a historical hero if they're if they're gay. But why? I yeah. mean, we we just talked about what this person did and their contribution to society, uh, and we've had people of of every walk of life, but for some reason we're now taking someone's sexual preference and we're trying to make that their identity. And and I, I that's that is that's a mistake. I mean I mean well, yeah, really I mean it, it would it would be I mean it is um that if if this was something that we said the person should just be allowed to be themselves. Well it, you know we can do that to a certain degree, but then we're telling people that may not agree with this lifestyle that they're not allowed to be themselves. So we probably were better off just to say we're going to recognize people who contributed to American history and to world history. Period. Yeah, and, and we don't unpack when their sexual preference really shouldn't be yeah, a part we, of the we, one. Right. We, yeah. we don't unpack that at all. Yeah. Just like this offensive lineman. Hey, buddy, if y'all want to play in the NFL and you're good enough players and you can yeah. make you can make plays, um, then go and do it. And and here's the thing he talks about in his deal about. So he, he played for the Patriots and the Chiefs, tackle Ryan O'Callaghan. Well, he says a lot of them are afraid to come out because they think it will hurt their brand. Well, that, that's, that's no different than somebody saying like Tim Tebow. Well, I'm afraid to come out about me being a devoted follower of Jesus because there may be some things that may cost me. Well, yeah. if you're going to be who you are, then no matter what choice you make, if you want to let that be your identity – then you say, but I want it to be my identity, and I don't care what the consequences are because this is who I am. I don't think it makes anybody less LGBTQ if they say, you know, some people don't like this, so I want to get as many commercials as I can. Yeah. I want to get as good a contract as I can. Uh, I'm just going. This is what this is my private life. The NFL certainly not not forbidden me to be this, no. you know, and to, and to live out my life. So yeah, I'm not I'm not going to make it uh, this deal because I don't want to make it that. Yeah, you know it, it's almost like now a lot of people in the LBGTQ community, all the letters a it lot is, of letters. is is as they are, are almost being forced 
to say they're less LGBTQ if they don't go out and 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 getting getting everybody's face about it. And yeah. here I am, and you know, no matter what you believe, you have to condone and celebrate. And see, I think that's a. I know everybody thinks that's a step forward, but I'm telling you, I think it's a step back. Yeah. yeah. And and to to go in and do this in the state schools is is silly, because why don't we just recognize? Right, d- people who did the, the, the things in history, the no matter what their sexual preference yeah. is. Right. I mean, guys, I got news for you. We've got a lot of people that did things in history that um, there's things in their life that uh, on your on your personal beliefs and your faith, you're going to find repulsive. From I mean, look, I don't like the fact that Thomas Jefferson said that Jesus wasn't God. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that about him at all. But I acknowledge his contribution to America. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's he's just. We don't go here. Here are agnostics in history. Here are atheists in history. Here are Christians in history. Uh, here's adulterers in history. Here's fornicators in history. Yeah. Here, here's LGBTQs in history. Let's have Fornicator Month for people who say this is who I am. I'm a fornicator. I, I don't believe in marriage. I don't believe you should be monogamous. Uh, some people find this in their faith to be repulsive. I don't because this is who I am. And we're going to have Fornicator Month. Uh, you know, we're great adulterers of, of American history. Uh, some people may find adultery to be offensive, but that's just who I am. That's how I was born, and that's that's just the way I am. And we certainly don't do that. Uh, but so I, we, I don't know why we're taking this particular sexual preference, and somehow it has to become an identity. Uh, I, I've never understood that. But uh, and, and I'm not saying that they should. Be uh, they shouldn't be harmed, they shouldn't be mistreated, uh, they shouldn't be discriminated against. However, they also can't force everybody to just act like, regardless of what your convictions are, that you have to be okay with it. That that that's that's we all and and, and this is this is this is what happens though when you start letting the government remember any anywhere the government lands, then you will have to deal with the current state of that government. That's why we were supposed to have maximum liberty and very little government because you know what the government doesn't allow you to do? Live your live your life the way you want to. They yeah. mandate how you live it. Uh, yeah. 17 minutes past. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-three minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. As uh, we make our way back, well, we're always excited uh, when our friends at Bluebell Ice Cream stop by, and they have stopped by again today to introduce a new flavor that will be available on Labor Day, right? Uh, it's, it actually hit the stores Monday. Yeah, uh, this Monday, this, 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 past this Monday, Monday okay. to celebrate the big weekend I coming up, you, but it's yeah. in stores now. Well, this is a dilly right here. I want you to look at this baby. If you're watching on YouTube, look for look for this carton. And keep in mind, Bluebell uh, still a half gallon. A lot of the competition they they've, they've given you a smaller carton now. Mm-hmm. This is this is still the old tub, half gallon tub, mm-hmm. new flavor, and uh, it's going over huge here in the audience. Or and what and, I call one serving size. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and with Team Rick and Bubba, uh, somebody is well. I have almost took a shot. No need to take. I'm one of our friends. Uh, this is a delicious flavor, salted. Caramel cookie. Yeah. Uh, this good. is. Bubba, I see you like it. Th- this is caramel flavored ice cream with vanilla cream. 
filled really with, with cookies and salted caramel swirl. Natural and artificial flavors are both in it, and it is delicious. So if you haven't tried this, and I will say this, just, just being totally transparent, Bubba doesn't like a lot of things, but what he likes, he likes hard. I mean, yeah. But but he he doesn't like to try new things. I mean, he's I a, he's a classic bluebell vanilla guy or chocolate homemade and, vanilla. But of all the new flavors we've tried, this may be your favorite. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is good. Yeah. I like this. I'll get this. Yeah. Good stuff. Salted. I told you. It's <laughs> got just a little touch of salt in there that really makes you want another bite. Salted caramel <laughs> cookie. Mm-mm. So look for it wherever you buy bluebell. <laughs> Still, of course, in. The half gallon. So there we go. Uh, no, I think you. Betty's calling wanting to know how many you've yeah, had. Yeah. Well, these are a little sample. This is back to the caller earlier that says that we should have our wives on here all the time. <laughs> right, right. No, <clears throat> not, not if Bubba wants to, to function in, in Bubba freedom. Well, it's, it's, you know, we, like Greg says, there's a wall, you know. <laughs> and, and really, Bubba, Bubba's liking the wall our concept. Life, our yeah. life is very open. Oh, uh, yes, it is. But there's, you know, there's sometimes you, you just want to, you know, mm-hmm. some little pearls you have to keep for yourself. Well, it was interesting how, how our, our wives. Or just watch YouTube TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's true. Uh, our, it's, it's, this is the world of our wives. And, of course, now, you know, you know Adler's wife is still learning it because she's still new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for the, the veterans, I mean, this was literally yesterday. Well, I see you said something about Pride and Prejudice, didn't you? I said, yeah, I talked about, you know, how. You know, I, I watch that because I love you, not because I love it. Yep, a lot of people telling me about that. You must, have, you must have talked about that today. I did. Okay, all right. And then we moved on to the next thing. Yeah. You know, there, there would have been a time like, what did you say? What, whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. so, so people tell them what we do. I mean, yeah. we, it's not like we get away with it. And, and like, like we've, like we've said a thousand times, the second hand a lot of times worse. Than yeah. Oh, yeah. Way a whole worse. lot worse. Yeah. Boy, you. What about when you they get, got their own spin? They put on it. What about when you get on the other side of the wall, Greg, and, and Lisa's got something? You're like, no, I didn't know how that happened. By the time it gets over the wall, it's changed like four times. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's way worse than it originally was. Every time. Yeah. My my favorite is when I watch your wife, Greg, Lisa, when she'll have a day where she's ready to give a speech on how you act <laughs> on the air, and it and it's just so funny because I, I, she really she doesn't like when you when you give people a hard time. Does no, she? yeah, no. I told her to quit listening. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. We get along a lot better. <laughs> That's how it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Do we have a Casio uh, Alexandria a Casio Kid Cortez? Mm. The world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. Today, she may make one of her craziest statements, by the way. She got oh. them realtor eyes. I can always tell by realtor eyes. She got them. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take oh, me away. Oh, crazy eyes herself. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. Ha-ha. Keep in mind, she is a rocking 29 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've been around any 29-year-old lately. Mm-hmm. Andrew Luck. Uh, but here we go. Um, now, I've got some things in this story that I don't know if they're in this. and so uh, we'll Which pl- one do you want? Let, let's what, hear her you, audio first. Yeah. Uh, like, what, 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 she, she says a couple of things. One of them we already knew she said, but we finally have her saying it on audio. 
And then what she says about Generation Z, okay, got it. Maybe as crazy as anything she said. Yeah. But, but anyway, and I, and you'll, you'll understand. This is making I, the rounds again. This is her talking about trying to save the planet. Th- now with this kids. is yeah. This is good news. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to you know perhaps have um, one less child. <laughs> I think about the kind of family that I want to plan, and I've already known my entire life that one day I'd love to adopt children, but. Um, even now, you know, when you put climate change on top of that, I know that I want to, you know, perhaps have um, one less child than I thought I would maybe have if if I can even have a child biologically. I don't know. Uh, yeah. One all less. All right. All right then. Yeah. If you're going to adopt them, you know, you know, they're, they're there whether you adopt them or not, but um, they, they still are on the planet. Yeah. Uh, but I guess biologically, uh, you, you if you decided to – have one less. We're all good with any of that. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, nobody's going to complain. The less the better. Procreate. If you could, if yeah. you could choose to influence mm-hmm. one less person, I'd be all about that. Right, right. And then she is went it on, me or is her voice getting more annoying? No, I think it is. I think you're right. I, I think you are all over. We'll come back. Okay. I think you're mm. all over <laughs> that. Her voice has gotten more. No, there's something. It's almost like she's now parroting herself. Yeah, I like know. she's something. trying to do an impression of herself now. Uh, well, more like Bart Simpson. When we come back, so she says she's not going to. She's going to tr- maybe have. I think she's got her history wrong here too. Yeah, I was about to say we're going to come back and see what she says about Generation Z Run and, me and, and, and young people today. Eh. And like you say, Bubba, she's really leaving out some pretty big things in history. Hmm. I mean, some pretty big ones. <laughs> uh, bottom of the hour, more Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Phil Robinson out of Duck Dynasty. You're listening to Rick and Bubba. Pay attention. 35 minutes now past the hour. You got Rick and Bubba. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, all here too. Eddie Van Adler and... uh, We'll get phone calls coming up in a minute, and uh, Hash Brown Hero has that. Now, if you uh, are, have not heard about HelloFresh.com, I do want to tell them about you, uh, about you, and then and tell you about them. Uh, because once you guys lock into this, it'll be what you've done for all these other companies too, and it, it, you, they'll, they'll be shocked by the uh, response from the Rick and Bubba Army. If you're trying to get the family back around the dinner table, or you're, you want you want to eat at home more. Uh, but the problem is it takes so long to go out and get to the grocery store line. Then I got to pick this up. And I forgot to get that. And I need that recipe. Well, HelloFresh.com, America's number one meal kit delivery service. Now you're still, you know, preparing the food. Uh, it's easy, seasonal recipes, pre-measured ingredients, which I love right to the door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy them. HelloFresh is home cooking made simple. Uh, and it's totally flexible. If you say, well, we're not going to be as home much this week, so we don't need as many meals, that's fine. It's easy to change it up week to week or month to month or however you want it. And these these delicious meals are on the table in, in about 30 minutes. And you can add to any of the meals if you want to. Say, hey, we want some garlic bread or maybe some cookie dough in our box this time. They'll put that in there, too. That's not a problem. Uh, so if you'd like to find out more about this great service to get your family back around the table with delicious seasonal home-cooked meals uh all you have to do is prepare everything else is done uh use the code bubba 80 and get 80 dollars off plus free shipping at hellofresh.com bubba the number 80 
uh, are going to, if you go to HelloFresh.com or the link there at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, so uh, we're, we're still talking about AOC. We had an AOC update, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Kid-Cortez. She's already told us that because of climate change, when you, did, when you lay that on top of your decisions, she thinks that she will either adopt or have one less kid. So we're all for that because that would be another person not influenced by her. But then now <laughs> she's going to go on to tell us the Generation Z. Listen to this. She she th- she thinks this this the things this may be the premier generation right here. Here we go. I think young people are more informed and dynamic than than their predecessors. Um, I think that they are more sensitive in a positive way in that they actually care about other people's experiences and lives. And one thing that I love so much about this new generation is the radical acceptance um, that I see from so many. And they actually take time to read and understand our history, the history of the labor movement, history of civil rights, history of racial struggles, history of economics, history of the United States, history of colonialism. Um, and they're not afraid to have those conversations. If anything, like I think they're profoundly courageous because they're willing to puncture taboos and conversate and have conversations that frankly older generations sometimes struggle to have not everyone i don't want to paint everybody with a broad brush but i think this new generation is connection okay all right let's just move on here Uh, wow uh, I don't even. Go, it goes on and on. And Rick, and then there were moments I didn't even know what she was saying. I, I I'd like to play I, I, one more, and then yeah, then we can discuss. Okay. Then she gets but, into uh, scientists and, and and diseases in glaciers. Please listen. There are a lot of diseases that are frozen in some of these glaciers um, that scientists fear that there's a potential that a lot of diseases could um, escape these melted glaciers, things that were frozen for thousands of years, and that they're gonna get into our water and that humans could contract them and they are going to be diseases that are thousands of years old that have vectors that we are not prepared for, that we have never seen. Um, And so, you know, that's a concern. Okay. Fear the glacier. Diseases trapped in glaciers. So, and when they melt, they'll be released. Disease just went out there floating Mm -hmm. and fell on the ice and got trapped. Is that is that what I'm what I'm hearing? For years and it was frozen. Frozen diseases. uh, I'll tell you what. Need some more ice cream. How you doing? I am Um, living in fear, friends. Now now keep in mind, I you talking about somebody looking for somebody to be something to be scared of. How ridiculous! That's an elected official. And and I know too. She said uh, part of her comments was on. I don't know if it was in that clip about Generation Z being more informed. Okay. Yeah. And apparently, she's talking about they're more active in protesting government and, mm-hmm. and all of that than any generation before mm-hmm. them. I don't think so. But I would say, eh, you know, I didn't agree with them, but the 60s were kind of mm-hmm. turbulent. I'll, let me say this. I'm going to go back to 1776. I think when uh, the English kids declared they wanted their freedom, that was a pretty active sure. movement right then. Yeah. You may remember a thing called the Tea Party. 
Yeah. Um, you talking about a revolution? That wasn't a government? bunch of old people with canes and walkers out mm-hmm. there. Okay, that was a bunch of young folks. And doing again, it. we can decide who you agree or disagree with on this civil war. Yeah, it was a pretty big disagreement. Really. Trying to declare yeah. your own independence and overthrow, not overthrow the government, but just say we don't want to be part a of it. A failed attempt at independence. A failed yep. attempt at independence, and that was pretty big. A lot of people got killed over that. Yeah. Civil rights movement. She tried to she tried to say that they understand it more, but I, I think the, the Martin Luther King Jr. movement, that was a lot of taking to the streets and uh, a lot of declaring that what was going on could not stand and something had to be done and a change is going to come and – and we refuse uh, to quit until the change comes. That was pretty big. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, so uh, you know, you mentioned it, it had to be young people involved in a lot of this because I, I looked up the life expectancy in 1787. That was the closest year I could find it in what was then or would be America at that point. Um, 38 years old. That was a life expectancy. Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't mean there wasn't some 60 year olds out there sure. because we lost a lot of people in birth mm-hmm. in the early years. But uh, on average, if you just you know just drawing straws, you'd make it thirty eight years. Yeah, I don't think Generation Z seems to be better informed and more well versed in history than past generations. And as you said, and we all said, are more willing to go to the streets and challenge the government. See, the difference is y'all go to the streets, but you can't produce a narrative anybody can follow. Uh, the, the, <laughs> you're just challenging the government right. and, and challenging things just to be challenging. You don't really – you're not fighting for more freedom, it doesn't appear. No, if, if you want to say this generation has more anarchists – Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. that, that may, you may have a point there. But, uh, no, I, I think we, we can point to generations before Z that took to the streets many, many times and they actually knew why they were there. They could, could could communicate the narrative, and then they could even point that their narrative had some some merit. And and then they could they could also communicate that as well. This generation seems to just cause chaos, and nobody can figure out what they're doing or why they're doing it, <laughs> uh, or can find proof that what they say is happening is even happening. It's almost like they try they just try to destroy everything that has been established that has been established for a reason because they had success with it. Right. Yeah. I just uh, I wish Generation Z was more willing to go to work. Yeah, uh, that that, yeah. that that would be. Maybe they know that. Let's get a revelation mm-hmm. and a revolution of getting up off your parents' couch and right. going and doing yeah. something for yourself. Now, guys, if you if you wanted to be terrified, if you just want to be terrified, and Helmsley mentioned it in the kickoff hour, and we've discussed this before. The, look, we've had Alexandria Casio Kid Cortez's, you know, throughout history. But they couldn't get elected. And Bernie and, Sanders. And, yeah, but and could, Elizabeth Warren. But, but this is a person who who doesn't know near what she needs to know. She's 29 years old, and she garnered enough votes to win. I know. I mean, and do you see all the people going, hey, you're awesome, man. You, you're number one. <laughs> but, but, but that's uh, good. Maybe she'll feed them when they're out of work. Yeah. So, so, so anyway, that's uh, – that's our Cassio kid uh, update. She's not going to have. She's going. She's reducing her future children by one because of climate change. Now keep in mind, this is, and she doesn't know it. If she would just pay attention, we mentioned it yesterday, but it's glaring, as we've said many times, on this climate change that she's terrified about. Barack Obama isn't. Okay, so mm-hmm. if she would just look at probably somebody she holds in very high regard. He's, that, he's that, appeared to work through it, so that, maybe you that, could talk that, with him. He's a good little that. socialist yeah. because Barack Obama was the very person who said, and you can find the quote, that climate change is such a severe problem mm-hmm. that, that just the rising sea levels alone will affect every single coastline. The coastline, 
the coastline is dangerous and it's going to get you, and then goes and builds a $15 million home on the coastline. Mm-hmm. Buys one. Yeah. Buys one, yeah. Buys one. That's so, just so mere I, feet from the so, water. So I just bought a $15 million <laughs> home in a place that I said is going to be dangerous and you don't need to be there. Either, what, what, either, look, and this is all we can assume from that. Barack Obama does not believe what he's saying, or he's just not very smart. It's one or the other. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. You can't tell us that climate change is going to raise sea levels with catastrophic effects everywhere. To every coastline. All coastlines every coastline, will be and then And then be, spend $15 million to buy a house mere feet from the, the water. I mean, that just doesn't wash. It doesn't make sense. No, somebody help! Help me, somebody! Somebody help me! Help, help, somebody me. Help, help, help me to work that out. Let's say you're somebody that believes he doesn't cli- believe it in climate and climate change, man-made climate change. Because I think he's smarter than that. I just don't think he believes it. He, he can't believe it, Bubba. How about this? We, that's not a, somebody. That's your opinion. No, that's that's the fruit of what we're seeing. <laughs> yeah, your phone calls are next. Lines are available. Hash Brown Heroes taking them at eight six six. We be big. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Uh, let's see. We've got one. Well, about three lines available. Seven of them are engaged, and we'll roll through those phone calls right now. A long distance directly assistance. Erico two one two. So um. I was just talking with someone. It might have been, was it at the Bible study yesterday? I can't remember. Somebody mentioned that they had a friend that was about to start working across from us. Rick, they have a friend. They had a friend. And I said, well, prepare for them that they'll see all sorts of things. All sorts of things. Working at any of the offices or restaurants here. Uh, and today is no exception. First of, all, first of all, every day there's big boys standing out there mm-hmm. uh, making everybody feel better about themselves. And from time to time, there'll be wild animals. Yep. There'll be... Uh, strange people come through here, mm-hmm. and today we just had somebody walk by the window dressed as Bigfoot. Yep. Yeah, there it is. Right? Or it may really be Bigfoot. Rick, yeah. Yeti. Rick, prior to that, I was distracted that entire last segment, and it had nothing mm-hmm. to do with the Yeti that's out there now. Mm-hmm. There was a remote control truck okay. that, like you'd picture a kid playing with, okay. that just kept riding around, circled around Big Boy a couple times. Yep. It made its rounds. Yeah. Was I mean, the, the whole thing. segment. Was uh, was Sasquatch running it? He, I don't know. See, that's <laughs> is the that question. Yours, there Sasquatch? is a possibility that he was running that and then oh. then revealed himself. But I haven't seen the truck since. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Maybe yeah. the Yeti ate it. They're, they're yeah. going to be working right know. across over there. And yeah. I said, well, just they got to get ready for anything. Right. Yep. Stand wow. by. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's there's Yeti. Look, there, there's there Yeti outside that's when he came <laughs> there by. There he goes. He's <laughs> just walking around now. It's a weird place. There he goes. To the phones we go. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone troll. Tracy, Brattville, Alabama, I-92, WLWI. Tracy, go ahead. How's it going, Green Acres, guys? Thanks for the call. Go ahead. Cold. Yes, sir. I just want to let y'all know that um, that even though AOC may may seem a little... uh, off the off the hinges a little bit, but we do have hope. Uh, we have uh, District 88 representative Will Disney, who is also going to run. He's also 29. Um, he's going to run for Martha Roby seat. Okay, uh, we continue. Uh, Diana Roby. Uh, Diana, 30 seconds. Go ahead. <laughs> hey guys, good morning. Hey. Um, three things quickly. One, thank you for your love for the Lord. 
Two, I'm concerned about abuse for AOC because I think someone dropped her on her head as a child. Oh and three, facilitate a phone call between AOC and James Spann. She needs terrible education. Can you imagine James Spann going off? Uh, it'll make Annie litter like nothing. I, I start to say, I'm afraid to let James Spann I would loose on that. anybody after the annihilation we saw of Annie Litter that yeah. day. Rick, I couldn't believe what that I was seeing. That was not seeing. a fair fight. I mean, mm-hmm. I thought it would be us that had to get on her a little bit, and there was nothing left. James just completely wiped the floor. It was over. Very frustrating. Huh? Right Josh, out of the gate. Josh at Auburn, I-92, go ahead. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> hey, guys, I don't know if you heard about AOC, um, but <laughs> she was so upset about the Amazon being on fire because she thought her packages were going to arrive late. Mason, Jackson, Alabama, 94.5. Jason, go ahead, 30 seconds. Hey, guys. Hey. I'm uh, going to college right now on uh, for, to be a machinist, and I'm 18. I'm considered Generation Z. Yep. And I agree with you. There is a lot of guys that I know that they took one class, Steps too hard, and they just sat on the butt, and they're still still at home, not working. Yeah, sure. I, you know, this is a general statement. You're the exception. There's always exceptions in any generation, but it, in general, it seems that Generation Z doesn't want anything to be hard. <laughs> yeah. Nothing can be difficult, and if it, and if it is, they just can't. They just they just crumble. Work through it, man. Uh, we continue. Let's go to Mike in Carrollton. Mike, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Uh, green acres, monkey grass. Guys. <laughs> Right ahead. Yeah, if we had help, Bubba out on his stock issue. Uh, I had hip replacement back in October, and uh, you can buy this thing. It's kind of like an extender. I got mine at Walmart. You kind of fit your sock over it, and you can kind of stand up and you know put your foot right in it. It's no, so it'll make it a lot easier on him. You yeah. need that. Yeah, buddy. I need something. Because you're not getting any friend, no friends. I can't get that. I can't get old foot up there right now. It ain't happening. Yeah, and I, you know, and I'm a big and I kick my foot. Oh sure. Yeah, I'm yeah, get I'm get my foot in the shoe. I can always just put it in there and keep working it till I get it, you know, pretty close. So twist. Well, Bubba yeah. had like a little yeah. pet monkey, and he would come out of the closet and like, <laughs> put all on. stuff on. Surely we got something better than that, don't we? <laughs> they call him the sock monkey. <laughs> yeah, please do that. Or I could train one of those rackets. <laughs> there actually is a sock. I remember those. Yeah, we continue. One visit Speedy one day in here. Uh, <laughs> you remember that? Yes. <laughs> Let's go to Clay and Gadston Z ninety three. Clay, go ahead. Yeah, for some reason on the show, I hear a lot of talk about Jake breaking and impressions y'all are doing of doing Jake breaks. I just wanted to give y'all the best impression ever of a Jake break, and that is. That's really good. And to the lady, the, to the lady who wanted to say uh, it's realtor, I wanted to say it's still realtor to me. Damn it! <laughs> 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 Realtor. Oh, that, hey, that was a good Jake break. It was. We continue to uh to Frank in Alabama. Frank, thirty seconds, go ahead. Uh yeah, I believe if you check, I believe the Ocasio lady was elected by only had only fifteen thousand votes to get to the position she's in right now. So wow. Yeah. Not, not a lot of act not a lot of folks. I believe that's what it is. 
Yeah, not a lot of folks getting out there to vote, but still 15,000 is a big that's number. That's a lot of it's people. A, it's a for big that number. ding, Matt. That's yeah. a big number. Well, I need to, everybody needs to watch out for the next hour. <laughs> <laughs> Something's happened in the last 10 I don't minutes. Know what I think it's it Sasquatch. <laughs> I think it's something. Maybe. It's either Sasquatch <laughs> or, or the Bluebell Ice Cream. Yeah. Something, something woke him up. Uh, let's go to David and Hoover. Uh, really, Sleep. maybe our biggest UAB fan. David, how are you? Are you fired up about you fired up about tonight with Speedy? Oh, absolutely. It's gonna be great. Speedy, I wanna call and let you know your money is no good at Legion Field. You come by our tailgate area, we will keep you fed. Greg Burgess, if you wanna come down, we're gonna have a cooler full of natty light and we'll be giving out free Papa John's pizza from four to five PM. And Bubba <laughs> If you can get Betty to drive you down, we got handicap parking and an elevator to get you up to the the press box. You can sit right up there and watch all the action. So, David, is this a big day for you or what? Tonight? Yeah, I'm in. This has to be. This has to be a great day for David. It has to be. Chief Speedy has 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 yeah, been brought into the UAB experience. Yeah. you know the guy. Email me, David. The guy who called in. You are correct. She won her election fifteen thousand eight hundred some odd votes to eleven thousand seven hundred. Mm. So no. fifteen thousand people put her there. Right. Now, it's not a no. Big, that's from New York, guys. That's 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 nothing. That's nothing. Not a lot of people moving around in that district, but still, she won. <laughs> you know, still, there's still fifteen thousand. That's a big number. I mean, <laughs> if you number. if if you if you went into an arena and they said tonight we're in front of fifteen thousand roaring fans, <laughs> you would think that's a lot of folks <laughs> that, that, that like ALC so much they're gonna vote for. I know on the big picture in New York it's not, but it's still a lot. Yeah, it, well, you still, got you got ten million people yeah. crammed in there. Oh, that's a lot of hell on that island. How's that island not sink? I know it. All right. Thanks for being with us. If you're leaving us, have a great day. If you are wondering about any of the Rick and Bubba show that you may have missed, it's simple. You can always go grab all the archives, audio only, on the podcast channel. Uh, for the video, go to the YouTube channel. If you want to stream the rest of it live and get best of moments, get the Rick and Bubba tune in out. It's free. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Warning. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words... The two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza in Teleport. Here we go. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, all here. Eddie Van Adler's got the YouTube option. For those of you watching on YouTube, thank you for being with us today. Rick and Bubba University student, Hash Brown Hero, earning his degree in common sense. Common sense now, a superpower. Well, rocking old Mike one and two, yours truly. I be Rick, and welcome back. There be Bubba. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for allowing us to do so. Wacky world. You know what? Here we go again. Spokane, Washington. Ooh, baby. Every time, every time, every time. Every time I look around. That wagon wild. Every time I look around. I feel good. Hey, uh, 
I sold my Coke when I got to Spokane for a hard pack of cigarettes. <laughs> how about this? Uh, now, we thought about we talked about the realtors, and we're, we were thinking about how realtors open house, the danger with that, because yep. we got a bunch of crazies now. Have you thought about this one? The dangers of being a car salesman giving a test drive. Yep. Mm. So uh, we have a problem. A woman is accused of kidnapping a dealer while on a test drive. I, I have kidnapped the, the car salesperson. It's maybe a first. Uh, and they said that uh, a sergeant who spoke on this said, Cassandra Ayla, maybe? Ayla? Was arrested and charged with kidnapping uh, after taking a motor vehicle without permission and several counts of assault. Now, see, that's the legal jargon. Mm-hmm. What happened was uh, an employee at Dave Smith Nissan had to call the police on his phone and said, hey, I'm on a test drive and this person won't bring me back. Right. <laughs> and uh, and so, Which I think that constitutes kidnapping. Yes, it does. Uh, they uh, said they told him to stay on the phone, and he continued to update the, the police on the location of the car. Officers quickly located the car. They tried to pull it over, but it says that the uh, the so-called buyer would not stop. She continued at a slow speed. Meantime, officers kept getting updates from the victim, who was still inside and couldn't get out. Uh, she she was telling him, the, the car salesperson, picture this, this is not what you want. Hey, I'm not stopping. I'm not taking you back, and I'm not pulling over. And uh, the, the, the police dispatcher said, that they could hear her in the background and said she was talking about knowing the police were on the phone, but she said, it doesn't matter. I'm not pulling over. Uh, and the low speed chase continued. She pulled in a parking lot and they tried to block the car, but she avoided the patrol cars and backed out into the street. She started to speed, uh, on those streets now. And on 14th, they said was a dead end and they attempted to block the car, but then she drove through and struck three patrol cars. What the? Don't miss the car salesman is in the car. Oh, yeah. Don't miss that this is going on the whole time. Uh, now they say the situation was very dangerous for everybody, the victim, of course, and the public. Uh, so they, they made the call, strike the car, and end it. Uh, and the suspect and officer both suffered minor injuries. Now think about this. See, we keep thinking when an officer gets the strike the car hmm. call, it's not going to be good for them no, either. I no, mean, no. What what he's saying is crash. Yeah, and uh, we got to stop her, and hopefully it won't be too bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the officer, as we said, and the suspect were sent to the hospital. It doesn't tell us about the the, the salesperson. How how did he fare? Well, I don't know because I've got a. Oh, you do, um, but I don't know how in depth it is because uh, I is it just, just going to repeat what I just I, did? I hope it does, and if it does, let's bell out. Okay. But, um, years, he says, in his entire career, he's never seen a situation quite like this. But it's rare that they would actually take a person in the car with them on the test drive. It's the first time I've heard of that. On Saturday, a salesman at Dave Smith Nissan called nine one one, saying a woman on a test drive wouldn't let him out of the car or drive it back to the dealership. On top of that, an eight year old girl, along with another man. And we're also in the car. Didn't know she that. Just kept driving, and he could not get out of the car because she wouldn't stop. That woman, identified by police as Look. Cassandra Ayala, told the salesman, "I hope you're huh. ready to die today, and that they were going to Walla Walla." In fact, that the <laughs> dispatcher could actually hear her in the background saying, "I know you're talking to the police." And I'm not going to stop. Ayala eventually let the child and other man out of the car, but when police tried to pull her over, she took off. Officers decided they needed to take a more aggressive approach. Pushed his car into hers and got her up on its side so she could he could stop the car. Officers arrested Ayala, and she admitted to smoking meth just hours there before the go. arrest. Well, the driver was charged with 
I believe kidnapping um, and also uh, failing to stop for the police vehicles and then taking a motor vehicle without permission. She has also been charged with the DUI and for driving with a suspended license. Yeah. Wow, that's yep. that's courtesy. So that, so that were that did help us because mm-hmm. they didn't tell us there were other people in the car. Mm-hmm. They didn't tell us that she finally let them out and then kept driving. And they did not tell us that she had smoked meth before she got in yeah. there and asked them if they were all ready to die to go to Walla Walla Land. <laughs> who uh, who dotted that I for? I wonder. She I think she's the crash. Probably the crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably think. the crash. How about that? How about that? Yeah, she got her afterwards a little. Mm. She she got a little puffy out of there. Got a little shiner. <laughs> Let me tell you what you don't want if you're so a car salesman. Family in the car? Is that what I'm hearing? I guess. Yeah, I guess family something. members or something. They were, they were said there were an eight year old and another person in the car. Maybe is that her family? Wouldn't be the car dealer's family. No. He, but but what's interesting? Good night. Or, or I'm gonna tell you what that was a bad take your daughter to work day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. But, but the uh, <laughs> all week. Ooh. But here, but the, here but here's the other thing. You is there anything worse? Because I'm sure if you're a car salesman, you've discussed funny test drive stories because you know you got them. Yeah, you do. Oh, Everybody's yeah. got. Oh, them. You're the oh, me yeah. monster now. now. This guy's the me monster now. Yes. But let me tell you what you don't want to hear. Hey, I know who you're talking to. I'm not taking it back, not letting you out, prepare to die. We're all going to Walla Walla Land. <laughs> mm. That is not what you're wanting no. from your potential buyer. And you know the first right. thing you think, I'm not going to sell this car. Nope. <laughs> there goes my commission. <laughs> that gummit. Right. The I, boss is going to be mad. It's going to be dented up when right, we bring it back. Right. Mm. But you know what? They, that This officer said he hasn't heard of this before. Now, that doesn't mean it's never ever happened. He's just never experienced it. <laughs> right. But I can look the crazies in their mind right now. They're thinking, you know, we never thought about that. Right. Yeah. I mean, things that used to just be routine. That you op- just mark off. Yeah, open houses, test drives. Now all these things are recovered. I See, know. You, can't, you uh, can't have nothing. I mean, you can't even have a test drive. I mean, I go down there today, Smith Nissan. And I just want to try. Drive. I can't even. I can't even. I can't even have a test drive. Can't have nothing. How much y'all want for it now after it's been dented? It um, looked like it was dented up pretty good. You, mm-hmm. you what if they started having their test drive slightly dented sale? Yeah. Over here we've got the lot of various dented cars that people who wouldn't bring them back crash. <laughs> you can get a stolen. you can get a deal on those. Got, there's a rebate if you want to fool with that paperwork. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, you can't even go get a Nissan. So, uh, so I, I don't know. I mean, but if you see, the problem is we're, we've got so many people on drugs now and so many nut jobs. Well, once the numbers and get we're big, legalizing more of it, I think it's a great, great plan. Talked to somebody yesterday that said they tried, they tried to go to Colorado Springs and they said they, they could not find a place, not one place where people weren't smoking dope. Hmm. And they, they were like, can we go anywhere that people aren't smoking dope? And uh, so the, just it said it's become a miserable experience, and he and, and he said, and of course, you know, that there's there seems to be a um, there seems to be a celebration of the legalization of marijuana, but a protest against hygiene. <laughs> yeah, and, well, uh, they ain't got time. For that, yeah, I think right? they, they may go hand in hand. Who right. knows? But, Rick, also uh, breaking news right now: the Department of Justice, the Inspector General, is releasing the report on the former FBI Director James Comey's handling of the Russia probe. Oh. So this has been long awaited and will be interesting as that is being handed out right now. Is that an uh-oh for Comey today? I think at least the early reports are saying it may be an uh-oh. We'll see. I don't know. Well, he had me when he told me how guilty Hillary Clinton was, but she shouldn't be prosecuted. That, that was a, that was almost a definition of is day. Yeah. I mean, it was a weird moment. You remember that moment? Yeah. Because everything he said, you think, man, she's going to jail. And then all of a sudden you hear, but I don't think we need to do it. But. And I don't think the, you know. 
attorney general should do anything. You know, she's currently talking to this woman's husband on the tarmac about grandkids. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty minutes past. We may have some science here, and it may it may oh, explain some things. It might explain. It may explain a few things. Wait a minute. Might explain. Uh, you know, we're learning more and more, Bubba. The more we learn about genetics, uh, the more we begin to understand genetics. They're a game changer. They're a game changer. Did you know that renowned inventor Thomas Edison? I thought slept, you were say Thomas Dobie. No, slept for only three or four hours a night. And they're, they're, they're saying, but but all these studies have been showing that most people need eight hours for it to, to work and for you to be ready to go. But they said that there's no denying there seems to be people that can function on much less sleep and they don't seem any less healthy or don't have any less energy. And they said they may have unlocked it. It's genetics. You know what? I've got a theory on this. Mm-hmm. If you don't hear me out on it, I think sure. it's, it's very common sense. As humans, we have some things that are in common. We we all, for the most part, you know, a normal situation. Mm-hmm. You have two eyes, a nose, a mouth, ears. I mean, we're all put together that I way. I got two eyes, <laughs> and but, they're both the same size. But that, that was that was that was from Sesame, Sesame Street, Street when I was a kid. But on the outside, one, two. On the outside, we're very one, different. We're different. People have different skin color. They're yeah. different heights. They have different hair. They have, a bump, it's not genetic. They, uh, they have different uh, muscle structure. So it's probably the same on the inside yeah, that we right. have different structures sure. and, and your body may right. operate different. Yeah. Not everybody's is just a lot. Right. So uh, this is at the uh, University of California, San Francisco, so consider that. Uh, but anyway, they said they've been researching this for a decade, and they have identified uh, the only human gene known to promote natural short sleep uh, lifelong uh, nightly sleep that lasts for just four to six hours, yet leaves the individual feeling fully rested. It's and a shame it, I don't have that gene. And they now have <laughs> discovered a second um, um, gene that they found that says, uh, bottom line is, in your genetic makeup, and you hear this all the Bubba yeah. says this. Uh, we've talked about this before, that he says, look, there's i got to have a certain amount of sleep uh, or it affects me, and, and, and then some people say, well, I, I don't. Then there's the people that just can't get enough sleep. That's not what this is about. This is about people that no matter when they lay down to go to sleep, their body only requires and four, four to six hours. I think Trump said he's one of these people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and they can function fully. I, I usually function fine at six uh, less than six. Yeah, six hurting. is my number. Yeah, but I got to have six. Four, I, I would rather have more, but you get below I, four, I start. I've struggling. never tested yeah. more than six. I don't know. <laughs> During less, the week. Less, less than six. Yeah. Best case scenario. No, I've, never, I've never gone longer than that to see if I like that. Better. Oh, okay. Best case scenario for me during the week is six. That's the best I'm Best case. Yeah. yeah. 
It's usually four to six, somewhere between that. Well, the and, key is, but, though, I, but my point is, yeah, like you say, I don't feel refreshed, refreshed oh, yeah, like that's these the, people. That's do. the difference, Jim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I it, it really necessity because I have to go to work. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not because I want. To. I feel fresh off seven, and I don't feel good on eight. How about that? That's weird. That is weird. But that happens. Mm-hmm. If I, I like sleep eight. eight hours on the weekend, I feel sick until about twelve. No, I love a good eight. Cool. It's a strange cool. feeling. Mm-hmm. So they're but they're saying it's genetics, and uh, they said they think they realize that now Thomas Edison probably just had these. Genetics. A lot of things are genetic. Um, and uh, like Bubba said, if the outside's genetic, inside probably is too. And they're saying for again, again, they realize this. Again, this doesn't mean that you're able to push through yeah. on, on less sleep. It means that your body honestly just doesn't need right. it. Those people right. feel as if they got eight right. hours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Got the full recharge, full cycle. I don't I, think that's me. I have noticed with me, and I've said this on the air before, you know, and we're all different, is I guess I would prefer to have – Seven to eight hours. I normally only get six, um, and six works for me now because it's been this way for so long. But I still, I'm the kind of person I want to get up, and I want to put the, I want to put the accelerator to the floor, and I want to accomplish everything that needs to be accomplished. Then stop. Yeah, I do yeah. not like to stop and start, stop. stop and start. If I do yeah. that, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not efficient. I, I can't do that. It, it is. Let's go, and then we're done. Let's go, and then we're done. Yeah. Uh, let, let, hey, let, we're burning daylight. Let's get as much as we can get in and get this done, and then yeah. we're done. Yeah. Um, I, that the stop and go is it just it just didn't work for me. You, you know something about this? I need to read deeper on. It says that the genes that they have discovered that allow you to have a shorter sleep cycle are mutations. They're not the normal. Mm-hmm. How about that? So we're X Men. Wow, something has changed. Over well, I told you I've got some X Men things that I can't figure out how to use them, <laughs> but they don't they don't seem like I can stop watches. True, yeah. but what good is that? I know if you yeah. stop time, it'd be no. a different yeah, deal. But pretty yeah. cool. watch, I, I can I can be injured and, and not seem to have the the the, the detriment that should be normal. Mm-hmm. That that's somewhat useful. Yeah, sometimes can be dangerous because my body doesn't. Mm-hmm. Give me the signals on pain the way it should, right? Which means I can take something and make it worse because I didn't realize it was that bad. Yeah. So I have that. I'm not affected by uh, time zones, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, you don't have jet. Uh, lag. I don't get jet lag. That's true. So, I mean, but those are not all that useful. I mean, they're. They, I mean, they can help you individually, mm-hmm. but you can't really like keep somebody from destroying the world with it. Mm-hmm. All right. You don't have tear ducts. No, no, I don't have those. As Bubba said, that he tested it one time. By making me watch a video of a penguin in a blender. <laughs> right. And I really had no emotional response to that. None at all. I can no. read minds. <laughs> <laughs> and you eat toothpicks. I, I tell you what, you do. You, you're almost clairvoyant on, on questioning things. Oh, yeah. Uh, that on, is a on, curse. on watching a scam. And, and you mm. wish you could. Rick, you, I think he just questions everything. You're going to get 50% right if do, you, you question remember, every single thing. Do you remember what he said? It's all in the presentation. He said he wish you could. It has to do with the Talladega track. And then wow. there's no question. It's like you know those people that see ghosts and they keep showing up and they don't want them to. It's yeah. like that. I want to be gullible just like y'all. <laughs> it won't let me. It won't let me. It's really a better place to be, and you can enjoy some things. I know. I don't enjoy yeah. anything. All right. uh, does, does anybody know on that note? And this is this is not even what we're talking about. It just reminded me. Is anybody familiar with this? There's some movie out there right now called Mister Nobody. Mm-mm. Okay, because one of my sons was like, because he knows I get frustrated on movies. 
that like it seems to be the whole goal of the movie is to make your head explode. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to keep up with dimensions too many and, twists, too and, many and time continuums and yeah. and all this. And he says he, we're thinking he's, back, he was laughing. He was laughing at me on the phone yesterday, going, "Dad, please for me." Go see Mr. Nobody. He goes. Is that a 2009? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's like out on some. He wants me to go find it. Who's in? Okay. Uh, Okay. I I don't know. Some nobody. It looks like there's a 2013 one too. I don't know. I don't don't know what this is. Yeah, there is Mr. Nobody uh, on in 2013 and 09. He just said it'll frustrate me. And I said, I said, I said, so you want me to go be frustrated? Hmm? He's like, Dad. He's in. He's in a class now where they watch these different movies and unpack them. And he and Dadley, he thinks this one will drive me crazy. And I said, "So that's your goal? I'm supposed to watch something that I'm not going to like? And it's going to buy?" He goes, "No, I think you'll like you. You'll like it, but it'll frustrate you because you'll want to understand it. It's like The Matrix. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm not familiar with. I think the 2013 is the one you're wanting. I, I don't. Do I want to do that to myself? I don't think so. Based off what this this trailer I'm watching. Yeah. Well, that was my question. I said, "Now, if Jesus and I are going to it, how is he going to like it?" I can't answer that either. He told me, he said, well, he's he's going to enjoy watching you be frustrated like me. <laughs> uh, bottom of the hour, we'll come back, take more of your phone calls right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. <laughs> 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Thanks for being with us today. Uh, I do want to point you uh, to something that's good news for the golden ticket seats today, uh, and that is we all use the TheraBreath products. TheraBreath, so don't worry about that. We get pictures made here in a minute, and we do a little grip and grin. Uh, we will have fresh breath all around uh, because not only do we use uh, you know the products, the mouthwash, the toothpaste, but those lozenges you carry those with you, uh, and uh, of course, anytime your breath seems to kind of take a turn, kind of go south a little bit, then of course uh, you just go and take one of those, and, and then you're fine. Uh, so they're great products, and they're available in over a hundred different retailers and in over a hundred different countries. Uh, and uh, if you'd like to get yours and find out more, well, that you can go to Walgreens and Walmart and CVS, Target, Publix, Kroger, Winn Dixie, and, and of course more uh, to find out wherever they're available, or to just get some yourself. You can go to therabreath.com/slash Rick and Bubba. Therabreath.com/slash Rick and Bubba, and the Therabreath products, which a lot of you are using now. Uh, and if you aren't, you should, uh, can be found at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Now, Bubba, you mentioned that headlines were blazing, uh, that we have Comey's, uh, they're, they're releasing all the things that they investigated and found out concerning Comey's handling of the Russian collusion, Trump administration, Hillary Clinton emails, yeah, the all, de- all the, all the, the Department of Justice report that was done by the Inspector General and I'll just and this is just being released, so we don't have a whole lot of breakdown on it. But the headline in the Daily Mail today says James Comey escapes prosecution for leaking his memos about meetings with Donald Trump after he was fired as FBI director, but is severely criticized in the scathing Inspector Ooh. General oh. report. Oh, but again, I'm criticized. Again, they said he broke policy and all this kind of stuff. Um, but he would not be handed over for legal action. So I don't get this. We were talking about it in the break. This is the third big investigation. It doesn't matter where you are on the political spectrum. So we've had the Hillary Clinton email investigation. We've had the Trump-Russia collusion obstruction of justice investigation. Now we've had the investigation of James Comey's handling of the Trump case. And all of them have said, hey, things were wrong here, but nobody is being recommended for prosecution. 
All right, somebody help me so with why, this. Why keep investigating? Good waste of money. Somebody, yeah, just wasting money. Does anybody get in trouble anymore? I mean, somebody help me with this. We don't prosecute anybody, and and it doesn't matter what we discover. And and here's what I want. But some, he was criticized, right? Well, yeah. That, let me ask you: When we were growing up, did you want <laughs> did you want Dad to criticize you or tear you up with that with the belt or the belt? I'll go with the criticize. I'll take the criticize all day long because we got both. You, I'd rather you break my little spirit than tan my little hide. Absolutely. But but anyway, so we. We we here's what I think some of you that are anti-Trump are missing on all this. All this is is setting a precedent that if you ever find anything that you think you can nail Donald Trump on, then everybody's gonna go back and go, "Well, now wait a minute." When when we found out these things about Hillary Clinton, we didn't do anything. We found out these things about Comey, we didn't do anything. When we found all the dirty stuff going on in the FBI, we didn't do anything. The ones who were under Comey, so we we have we don't have any record of punishing or prosecuting anyone, so why would we prosecute Trump? I mean, it, does anybody get in trouble anymore? Does it, To your point, does it do any good to spend the millions of dollars investigating these things so we can all say, yep, they were dirty, and I tell you what, we don't like it. Yep, and we're not going to do a thing about it. The only people who actually go to jail, it looks to me, are the people who go in and make a deal mm-hmm. not to be prosecuted and will take jail time and a reduced sentence. Because they can't, they don't prosecute anybody. I, I don't. Know. I mean, neither side. This is both sides yeah. of the aisle. This is everybody yeah, yeah. here, all yeah. up, everybody up. But here's, but I don't. Trump lovers, Trump haters, everybody in between. Mm-hmm. Here's what I don't understand: How can we say on one hand, "Yep, some th- this is bad," but I don't think we should do anything about it? Well, I, and I think it's going to draw some strange comparisons. Um, you know, and and I don't know what all he violated here. We don't have the full report broke down yet. Because it just came out, but it's like then we do see people prosecuted who take a picture on a submarine, you know those kind of things. And it seems like if you're not a, it almost looks like we have two tiers of justice. If you're at the top, nobody ever messes with you. They just try to politically muddy you up. But if you're an underling somewhere, you're one of the guys getting it done or girls getting it done, buddy. They will hammer you and put you away for nothing. So then what we have is the left that constantly cries that the privileged are treated differently than the others. They themselves do the same thing within their own party. Right. Okay, so, so if, you're, if you're privileged or you're in, a, you're in an influential position, you don't answer for what you do the way those that aren't will have to answer. It seems like there's no political party that has the corner market on that. It, it seems to be that's the way it's played, as you said, Bubba, on both sides of the fence and in the middle. Yeah, it just, I mean, you have to look at the three largest investigations we've had, high profile. All of them have come back and said, well, something wrong here, but nothing we can prosecute. So why are we investigating them if we're not going to do anything anyway when you find out they broke the rules? So what we're going to be told is, just like with the Hillary Clinton thing, we're going to be told this is bad, (laughs) this kind of stuff can't happen, and we don't like the way it went down. It says, but you, but, you are, um, but you are free to go. It says that the Department of Justice of professional responsibility for action they deem appropriate. In other words, it's been referred to that a referral which is below the recommendation of sending it to a prosecutor. So you may get a check mark on your civil service card or something. I don't know what that's all about. Ooh, 
<laughs> don't get, don't hit me there. Wait a minute. I gotta, wait a minute. You, you, wait, wait a minute. I've retired. I had classified information that I leaked. Ooh, don't hit me there. Wait a minute. I've retired, and I'm going I'm to get about a $2 million upfront fee for my book, but and, and but yet my card's got a mark on it that said if people see it, they're going to really think bad of me. <laughs> and he's also kind of throwing it back in Trump's face. Comey is. He sent out something that says, for all of you who spent two years talking about me going to jail or being a liar and a leaker, ask yourself if you still trust people who gave you bad information for so long, including your president. Well, we could say the same thing about the other side. You've been telling us the president was this way, and well, nothing well, came of that. We had stories today. Of- That's almost exactly what Trump said when he was exonerated in this. I mean, almost verbatim. MSNBC's Lawrence O'Donnell today apologizes for the unverified Trump Russia report. We were re- we are retracting the story. So let's, so they got, got that in the news today. So there's still more attempt here. Another one: CNN took quote out of context for its own partisan political agenda. White House press secretary says so. Really, uh, what what Comey is saying is we all do this, and y'all think we're going to pay a price for it, and we're not. The president does it. I do it. We all do it. That's what I would say. So really what you're saying is you, you're the same as everybody else. You put out misinformation. You hide things. You cover things. You, you have an agenda, political agenda, in a place where you're supposed to be nonpartisan, and you don't pay a price just like everybody else does. Yeah, that's, we, th- that's how I take it. I mean, we can thank Comey for the special counsel. Him, him, uh, him like get, getting information and passing it along uh, and then admitting he did that. He knew what he would. The outcome would be a special investigation, special, uh, here, a special he, counsel. Here is some, here is some verbiage he, he from from this report. Comey failed to live up to his responsibility to protect internal information as other FBI agents are expected to do, according to the report. But then it says we found no evidence that Comey or his attorneys released any of the classified information contained in any of the memos to members of the media. Mm-hmm. He said that he, he gave unauthorized disclosure of sensitive investigative information obtained during the course of the FBI employment in order to achieve a personal desired outcome of getting a special counsel appointed. But isn't that what you're not supposed to do? Aren't you supposed to get in trouble for that? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it sounds I mean, like that. <laughs> I mean, I understand. And Rick, we're not talking about a crossing guard here or a principal <laughs> of the local school. We're talking about head of the FBI. Come on, y'all. Head. Rick, head of the FBI. Head of the FBI. So he's going to be talked bad about, but suffer no consequences. We'll come back. Final calls of the hour are available, and we got lines available. So if you're on hold, we'll be with you. If you would like to call us now, you can. Uh, we've got the Hash Brown Hero ready to go. So your phone calls coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Here we go. It's 11 minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866. We be big. I got a ticket. Golden ticket seats today. Happy birthday, Laurel Vipperman. Happy birthday to you, ma'am. Megan Abernathy here today. Also, Scout and David and Lily Vipperman are all here as well. Uh, They came all the way from Old Waverly over there in West Point, uh, Mississippi. Uh, Megan, uh, I mentioned Abernathy. Where's Megan? We had had the Vippermans out of order. Uh, Ryan Greer is here today. Ryan, uh, Melissa Bice uh, is here today. Valerie Smith is here. And, of course, another birthday boy today. 
Matt Smith. He, they brought us birthday cake and cupcakes and all of that is delicious. Everybody will take home a Rick and Bubba double CD today and a pound of BuzzBox coffee. Ladies, big day for you in the golden ticket seats. Um, our friends at the White House Interiors, and uh, this is um, uh, a privately owned store over in the Greystone part of, uh, of Birmingham. And this, I mean, if, if ladies, if you like happies, go get yourself a little happy. Uh, our wife's got something from the White House Interiors, and they've, they've got all the little things you love there uh, for remodeling, decorating, uh, you know, lamps and furnishings and lighting and art and bedding and home decor. And, of course, they gave our wives these, these great candles that they just love. So you've got a gift certificate here today, and uh, we're going to give that to all the ladies in the golden ticket seats. You get $25 off any purchase. Or if you want to go with something big, you get $100 off if you make a purchase of $1,000 or more. So you will, you will get these. So we'll hand these out to all the ladies in the golden ticket seats today. So every lady takes that home today. And Bubba, give me a number between 1 and 10. 1 and 10. What about uh, number 4? Number 4, uh, where is D.S. Kimball? Oh, D.S., you just yeah. got yourself one half gallon of Bluebell ice cream, any one you want of your Woo! choice. So Bluebell... Uh, gives uh, D.S. Kimball uh, what, what, any, any bluebell that he wants. And so he is here yeah. with us today as well. So everybody there in the Golden Ticket Seats, a big day for you today. Yes, here's, all, here's all your little gift certificates, Speedy. I'll hand those to you. Alrighty, and Hamzy's kind of got that for you. Save that one little thing in case we do that again. All right. All right, so phones standing by. There are lines available for you at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Joe and Coleman will, uh, will join us. Hey, uh, Joe, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Hey, yeah, okay. We got to keep in mind there's three different investigations going on right now: the Hillary Clinton one, the Russian probe uh, investigation into the Russian probe, and uh, this right here from the Inspector General's office. And that long-haired hippie type dude is the one doing the investigation into the investigation of the Russian probe. So they may not have enough on Comey. If you remember, he leaked this information to the professor friend of his, who Correct. then leaked it to the media. Right. So he didn't directly leak it to the media himself. So they may not have enough to get him on this. And there's also a theory out there that Barr's not going to prosecute him on this because there's going to be more stuff coming from this Russia probe. Now, I believe it when I see it. Yeah. Um, yeah but I guess we I'm... need to keep our powder dry. Well, I'm like you. Your last, well, we, state, we your last statement. Dry, yeah, right? Your last statement sums me up. I believe it when I see it. Yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> no, no, no longer am I going to get into this. Hey, man. Hey, 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 he or she's in trouble. I'm telling you, it's, it's bad. Hey, the things they found are bad. Hey, it's going to be bad. This is going to be bad. We've heard that a lot the last two years. Yeah, and then nobody gets in trouble for anything. Nope. Hey, Not a thing. Hey, I've they seen, I've seen the report. It's going to be bad. Get ready. Hey, he, he's done some crap. Is this what Lindsey Graham was talking about the other week supposed to be so bad? He was like, hey, when they release it, I mean, not just making fun of what you were saying. He actually, No, I think you're right. It was a couple weeks ago. He was Lindsey Graham was like, hey, this, about this FBI thing, the boy's just ground shaking. Hamza, you're still working on your Lindsey Graham. Or are you done with that? Did you give that? You had I'm it. I'm done with it. Yeah, well, he's not he, really, you know. I know. Ever since he got forefront. more conservative. When he got more conservative, it wasn't as much fun, was it? Yeah. No, it wasn't. Uh, we continue. Let's I started get... liking him, and it was hard to make fun of. I know. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, he I got started... more likable, didn't yeah. he? Hey, yeah. it's gonna be bad. Hey, y'all ain't gonna believe it you when you hear this. Hey, you, you, hey, about there comes a comedy thing. It's gonna be bad. <laughs> <laughs> we should have uh, took money out and just thrown it up in the air. Yep, right be there. Better off. Oh, Greg, what could we do? Burn it. Burn so it. Get a little heat off of yep. it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Is there a hog's butt anywhere we could throw it up? <laughs> throw it right up. <laughs> uh, we continue. Not sure where that phrase came from, but it works. Mm-hmm. Let's go to uh, Tyler out of Alabama. Tyler, go ahead. What's going on, guys? Hey. 
Hold on one second. Todd turns into you idiot. Oh. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I was calling. Um, that was my buddy. It don't matter. Um, Cortez thing. I would rather see a child get adopted by eight in the jungle than for her to adopt a child. Good night. You can believe it. But that ground jig. That's fine. Well, yeah. None of us really went, oh, come on, when she says she would have less children. Oh, <laughs> no, have more. Oh, come on. We were all kind of relieved. Uh, let's, yeah. let's go to old McDonald, who's hanging out on his farm. Mm-hmm. Old McDonald, hello. Yes, sir. I'm down on the farm. E I E I O. I love your show. And I want to know have you ever had Mike Lindell on your show? We have, yes, old McDonald. Yes, we did. E I E I yes. Did he tell his story? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Thanks for listening. Yeah, it's a very, uh, it's a very motivating story. Yeah, it is. You may can go find that in some of the old archives. It's separation. Yes. Thanks, sir. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, old McDonald. Uh, it was the, like from crackhead to pillow maker. <laughs> <laughs> really true. <laughs> <laughs> right, Greg, but, but let's not say it like that. Yeah. Greg, you, you summed it up. You summed it up extremely. Yeah. Only in America. <laughs> Only in America. Yeah, old McDonald, we heard that crackhead to pillow maker. It was a little more complex than that. But, yeah, yeah, but, but, yeah, but roundabout way. Some things happen being between that. Boy, sold a lot of pillows though. Hey, I mean, a bunch of Golly. Angus to walk around in pajamas all day. Oh yeah, yeah. You got them Giza sheets. <laughs> 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 Dream sheets. Let me tell you what it's like. See, for us, it's, you know, it, it, we're somewhat the flying Willendas. We're somewhat on the tightrope. But the sales department is like, <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Every, every word that's coming out of Greg's mouth, they're hanging on every single oh, one. Of every one, every syllable, every one of them. But I swear, I thought that's what he said. You know, Greg, he did. There were some things in there about his faith and all of that. Yeah, there's a few other chapters to it. But the jump, but the jump was from from crackhead to pillow. I gave you the cliff notes. Yeah, you gave us the thimble version. I'm talking about quick too. Have you heard the story? It's bad. <laughs> you ain't gonna believe it. Uh, it's gonna be really bad. Mike in Birmingham, uh, 104.7 WZZK. This should be interesting because I've looked up on the board all day, and Mike is there every time under the subject, just wants to say hi. Uh, Mike, how are you? Hey, how y'all doing this morning? Good, good. good. That's good. I'm um, just calling to say what's up. Just be on the radio. Say hey to y'all. We, uh, me and my coworker Randall listen to y'all every morning. Thank you. What's up, Randall? Hey. Thank you, man. So, uh, yes, sir. How long you been listening? Uh, at least about a year now. Oh, so you're well. That's new in Rick and Bubba terms. That's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, new. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I remember y'all ever since I was I was young though. Like growing up, y'all like from Alabama living. Well, thank you, man. So <laughs> so you're you're calling from Birmingham. You live in Alabama. Yes, sir. So uh, now let me. What are you and Randall out doing? Yeah, well, yeah. You and Randall. What are you doing? Oh, we are electricians. We work for Champion Electric out in Pillow, and okay. we just you know go from different job sites. You know, doing little things, putting up meter cans and. Doing warranty, fixing lights. Oh, yeah. Surge protectors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of lightning now. Yeah, a lot of lightning. Oh, oh, somebody said no. Somebody got, we got struck again. Oh, <laughs> boy. So, yeah, 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 it'll keep you guys in business. Well, thank you all for yeah. listening to the show. I, I hope it uh, helps you get through the day. I appreciate that, y'all. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Mike. See you, Randall. Right. See Take you, care, Randall. <laughs> Hard work. Oh, that's there hard. they go. See, that right. Don't that's, cross that's up the, that neutral on that hot. No. no. That's the heartbeat of America right there. Yes, it Don't is. Don't forget to tighten it. 
Right. Rick, there's a there's another story we didn't get to, and I kind of didn't want to get to it, but I think it does deserve a mention. You know, earlier in the week we had the story about the, the it was the second largest snake ever caught in Florida. Remember, it was the python. It was like eighteen foot, weighed one hundred twenty one pounds. That's your big boy. The same day they caught another snake exactly the same length. Genetics. Look, I know they're they're getting after these snakes and they think they're doing some good. I believe we we waited a little late. There's no way they're going to get all them. No, they can't. Now, you ask how many they crank out? Rick, oh, I know, and and they're after them. Eighteen foot long, a hundred and twenty-one pounds. No, step that off. Step eighteen feet off. That's a long. Step it off. That's a long. Two basketball goals. Yeah, yeah. Look at that right there. I could hardly hold it up. That's crazy, Bubba. What if you're right in the middle there? And they said the eighteen foot snakes actually only need four hours sleep. That's right. Must be what hell's like. Look at that. Look at the size. How thick it is. Would you rather hold that snake where the lady in the pink is, or or pull another grower? Uh, I'd pull two growing. <laughs> you would. Yep. Wow. If I got around that thing, I'd have to. I'd have to cut it up. <laughs> uh, you seen eight feet foot one? It's bad. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.